Hey guys, this is Wildcat Chris Harris, TNA original and one half of six-time TNA World Tag Team Champions, America's Most Wanted. You are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. TNA Wrestling, Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 168 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. And fellas, ladies, it's the happiest day of Dallas Gridley's life. Yeah, sure. He has a daughter. Yeah, sure. He's engaged. Yeah. He graduated Syracuse. Yeah, he's got his dream job. Yeah, he owns a house. But none of that, none of it, even comes close to the day, which is today, where he gets to watch TNA Lockdown 2005. He has been talking about this for years. And we get to hear him live react to arguably his favorite TNA pay-per-view of all time. So, Dallas? How excited, how amped are you to watch the show? Up. I finally get to complete the TNA anthology. The epic set. The over 10 hours of total nonstop action wrestling. One box set. My first introduction to TNA wrestling. Right here. Good lockdown. It doesn't even look like it's open. I know it is, but oh yeah, maybe it's open. Yeah, I was gonna say. And now, and now, listen. You may be wondering, why does it include Turning Point, Victory Road from 2004, and then Lockdown, which is in April? And to that, I have no fucking clue. However, <laughs> so maybe we've seen three other great pay per views since then. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty freaking pumped, man. Um I mean look at that poster. How could you not be pumped about that? Poster. Yeah, Bobby Roode, Raven, Jeff Hardy, Christopher Daniels, Lance Hoyt, and AJ Styles in the bottom. And Wait, then Lance Hoyt is on the Yeah, that's Lance Hoyt right there. Oh wow. I almost thought it was Conan, to be honest with you. And then you got actually oh look at this. This is interesting fun facts, Bob. They changed it for the DVD release. So that little version, or this version I was just showing you. Yeah. We got Monty Brown, Diamond Dallas Page, AJ Styles, Jeff Jarrett, and then our friend the outlaw, Billy Gunn. On the DVD, it is, they replaced DDP with Abyss. And they don't have the bar at the bottom. Now, I don't know for sure if this was... The initial release of this DVD. I don't know if there's another version, but the poster, as we know from Destination X, changed from Diamond Dallas Page to uh, right. Christopher Daniels. Uh, maybe it alludes to the fact that he is ends up not being um, part of the roster anymore at that point. I don't know. If Once I had re- to, if I had to guess, what is when does it say that was released? It just says 2005. 
The the box set? Yeah. It doesn't say on the actual box. Oh, wait. 2005. Okay. Because if it was, I feel like it was probably released late in the year. Because obviously yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Okay. So DDP probably wouldn't be there. And Abyss was probably the most relevant. That's my guess as well. Of the, of the people there. I find it actually really interesting, though. because So the back, that's definitely like the original poster. I'm almost positive. Um, and I most, And you can tell even on these other ones, they did these like pictures of like all the different wrestlers um which i think is really cool um those aren't present on the coverage but i'm assuming so i'm assuming this is the original poster and i find it absolutely fascinating that they put aj styles in front of um jeff jarrett so they knew they knew what they had well i mean i would i would put him in front of him too yeah, aj was t you know, was tna for a long time i know i agree it actually it makes it even more interesting when you realize that like Monty Brown's on the cover of Turning Point, and then he unfortunately, um, you know, doesn't get anything out of that. Yeah. He just fights the best. Anyway, um, yeah, dude, I'm really really excited about this show, um, and I'm even more excited because we don't really have to uh, bullshit really much before we get into it, uh, which is even better. Uh, but yeah. This is one of my favorite shows. I'm really hoping it holds up. I'm really hoping that my nostalgia doesn't speak for itself. Um, I'll just say right now, I am extremely excited to watch that tables match. That is one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> really excited for the tables match. I don't really, honestly, out of everything on this card, I think that's like what I remember most out of the show. I do remember the main event, the styles and abyss. Um, because as I mentioned many uh, months to years ago on this podcast, I thought it was for the title. It is not. It's a number of contender match. Yeah. Um, but I remember those two matches, and I'll be honest with you, dude. I don't know if I remember anything else. Anything. Well, there's one big thing. We talked about it last night while we were getting together. But um, besides that, <laughs> I, uh, I do not remember much else from the show. Uh, but I guess really quick before we get into it, um, there was there was one dark match that I have a note about, which unfortunately uh, we do not have access to. Um, I'm sure it was fine anyways. And then I figured we might as well. I have a very short run-on sentence that maybe I can get through um, about what happened on our last episode, in fact, just two days ago, that I figured we might as well just touch base on real quick before we get in. Uh, so the show that was on April 22nd, um, some notable things that happened. Dustin Rhodes was sitting down at commentary, and Bobby Roode came out and hit him with a chair. So they kind of are uh, moving forward with their Prince of Darkness death match that is taking place today at lockdown. Uh, in a non-title match, the Naturals actually defeated America's Most Wanted after Chris Candido got up out of his wheelchair, hit Harris with the cast to give them the win. And then AMW beat down on Candido after the match. That was pretty shocking. I think we were really surprised about that, but it puts the Naturals in a really good place. Uh, maybe even uh, contenders after uh, lockdown here. Um, it's not noted, but um, there was a match um, where a three-life crew, all three of them, defeated Buck Quartermain, David Young, and Lex Vet, by the way. And then, of course, in the TV main event, we saw Hardy and Styles going over Abyss and Raven uh, via disqualification. Uh, which is a match we were uh, building for a few weeks, too. Um, Abyss got DQ'd for using a chair and hitting Styles in the ribs, 
Raven then choked Styles with Abyss's chain, and Styles was dropped headfirst onto a chair. Styles was put in a stretcher, and Abyss attacked him on the stretcher. So will AJ Styles even be 100% for his main event match tonight? I sure hope so. Well, and there's really only one way to find out. Um, but actually, I forgot I had a dark match to tell you. Um, the dark match that took place, it was a three-way tag team match. Um, I don't know how to watch it. Even on my DVD, which is the reason I even pulled this out. I didn't just bring this for a prop. It has no mention of this match. Um, it just mentions uh, that you can see never-before-seen backstage footage of your favorite TNA stars. Mm. Um, yeah, Every match featured on the mega event took place inside a brutal confines of the six sides of steel. Um, but the dark match, it was three life Cruz Conan and Ron Killings defeating Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens, the naturals with Chris Kennedy ringside and David Young and Lex Levette. So it was, um, it was probably fine. I like that Lex Levette's getting some pay-per-view. I know on that free, Free 99 um, pre-show, 30 minutes before on your pay-per-view provider channel. That's right. Okay. If you saw Lex LeVette, you're probably buying the show, right? That's so true. Um, I don't want to delay many more. <clears throat> I am absolutely fucking thrilled to watch Lockdown right now. Oh, Bob's choking. Yeah, I just have like a tickle. Uh, uh, well, as, uh, I guess as Bob gets his tickle out, we are doing uh, as normal with our pay-per-views. We are watching, I believe, the DVD version of this, uh, which is two discs. So in about an hour, 43 minutes and 57 seconds, we're going to have to switch the discs. Will Bob's buffer? Probably. Will mine work? I really hope so. And um, we'll be switching the discs and we'll be uh, switching over there. So we'll see. Yeah, mine, we'll... mine will absolutely be buffering. All right. Without further ado, it is April 24th, 2005. It's time for lockdown. It is time for eight steel cage matches. And some of these cage matches have stipulations within a stipulation, and we'll get to them when we do. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that's when you're going to want to hit that play button. This event is on YouTube um, if you want to watch it that way. Uh, it is also on Impact Plus, or it's also in your own personal collection that maybe you got throughout the years. Who knows? So let's get ready to cross the line in three, two, one, play. Oh, we're getting spooky. Bring around the rosé with the steel cage shown in the you Impact think, Zone. You would think this was Halloween Havoc. There's like lightning and shit, dude. This is scary. It is an enemy. Well, it's a different. Aura. That's a girl. So the cauldron of suffering. Daunting, merciless, unforgiving. Oh, if it could speak, it had. The, it could speak. It would say, "Go away." Once inside, a mortal will hear the voice of his own terrors. 
This is like, did Raven write this? I know, right? Im- did they say immortal? Immortal. Are brother, we predicting? Brother brother brother, 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 brother. Six sides of steel. Most of the clips are from the Turning Point cage match. They did show a couple of Nashville ones. Yes, they did. They did. But they're not showing like the Hardy and Jarrett stuff, really. Because <laughs> they hit a six-sided no. steel. Yeah, but that was in Orlando. I know. Well, that's what I mean. They're so I, but they were only they're only showing like the good ones, which are oh, all the yeah, tag yeah. team ones. Yeah, I mean, even well, Tilo and AJ like had one too, right? No, that wasn't six sides. Oh, six sides, right? Right, 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 right. Oh, there's well, that's not Jared from the cage match though. No, but that's just him bloody. So they're they're actually showing quite a bit of close ups on on the blood. Here, which of course on pay per view doesn't matter, but it's interesting because that's not something. If you watch on TV and you turn it in, you're like, "Holy fuck, they're yeah. covered in blood." Well, this is kind of a cool intro. It's not a great song, but. And now TNA Wrestling presents Lockdown. Lockdown logo there looks a little different than the one we're used to. It's kind of yeah. interesting. The Hoyt Zone. Oh, look at the big lockdown sign. The Hoyt Zone. Every match will be contested in the six sides of steel. This is potentially the most exciting event we've ever covered here on the TNA Crossline podcast. Lockdown from April 24th, 2005. I don't have um, an official number uh, for the crowd members, but according to the cage match, we're at 775, which is uh, pretty much a sellout here in the Impact I zone. do, I do like that lockdown. Like, it's huge. Yeah, it's big. I kind of do feel like this is like the biggest, like bigger than Victory Road. In terms of like, you know interest everything i mean it's a it it is a pretty big deal and they kind of had to make it a big deal if they were going to do eight cage matches instead of it just feeling super gimmicky yeah now they're saying we're logged down here and don west tells mike today um if you're locked in you better get ready There's something for everyone at Lockdown, unless you hate cage matches. Right. If you hate cage matches, you're fucked. Eric Bischoff would not be watching this show. No, he's probably the reason they fucking changed it. Oh, yeah. From every every match being one? He's gotta be. They probably did it. Do you remember if they did it in 2010 and then after that they stopped? I don't remember. I think they I think they did. Yeah, between like Angle and and Anderson were in a cage, right? Is that 2010? That's what I'm kind of remember, trying to think of. I know they were. There's at least two. Yeah, no, AJ and De Niro were in the cage. Yeah, every I think every match was in the cage. Wait, minutes ago, Kevin Nash. What is this? Oh, it's a staff infection. Ugh. Oh my god, why are they showing us that? To prove that he's not faking it? 
Well, Kevin Nash is not fighting in the Six Heads of Steel tonight, it said. But he still made the trip down. That's an interesting point. Well, here we go. Chris Candido and Lance Hoyt. Now, this is already um, a switch up to what we initially were expecting on this card. And if you guys listened to our last episode, it's very clear of why. Oh, my God. You know what? I just realized. He's not in the wheelchair. No, he's not in the wheelchair. Why not? Come on. I thought they could have kept that going for a long time. It's because he doesn't need it yet. Um, So Kid Cash got... What? That's not... I know. Uh, so Kid Cash got fired. Um, so that is why Lance Hoyt is teaming with Chris Candido here. Oh, uh, 10A, come on. We have eight main event matches. Look at I fucking love. I don't know about that. Yeah, they're all main events because they're in the cage. And their opponents, here comes Apollo and like, Realistically, does this match need to be in a steel cage? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Like, there's no reason for this. Uh, zero. Nope, it does not, but it's happening. Look at this guy with a helmet on. Why are they showing him? Because he's got to be there. you got to be ready. Just in case. You never know, man. Body armor and all. Oh, he's going in the cage. Oh, uh, what? They got oh. a camera guy in the cage. Wait a second. Wait. I don't, I don't know how this. I feel about this. I, I do not remember there being a, a camera guy in the cage. Whoa. That's weird, dude. Okay, here's my question. Is there going to be a cameraman bump? He's covered in body armor. How is he not going to be? <laughs> um, I'm going to confirm to you, Bob, by the way. 2010 is fully uh, in steel cages. I, I knew it. I have that DVD. <laughs> I knew I knew that those were all. Let's check twenty. Okay, they definitely change it. Twenty eleven, all steel cages. Twenty thirteen's not. Well, twenty twelve, I think it is too, though. Yep, twenty twelve, because that's when Rude and Storm happens. Oh man. Oh man. Twenty thirteen's <laughs> not right. I'm looking right now. This Candino and Tony Saki start us off. Gref, or a cameraman in the cage is very interesting here. Is he just like in a corner? Yeah. See? Oh, no, he's like, oh, I thought he'd be like against the cage. But oh, he's like no. actually standing and moving around. Yeah, so 20, 20, what do we at? 13 is not all in steel cages. There's only two steel cages. And that is the lethal lockdown match between Team TNA and Aces and Eights. And the main event between Bully Ray and Jeff Hardy. Oh, wait, there's another one. Wes Briscoe and Kurt Angle, because that needed a cage. Of course. I I hope that they don't keep the camera guy in there the whole time. I have a feeling they're going to. It's kind of like a blemish in the ring. Like, oh, there's a camera guy. Hey, now... Wait. Did they edit out the Candido energy injury? Oh. It happened already? Oh, 
Well, he's not getting up. Uh, he kind of looks like he's pretty fucking hurt. We didn't see a drop kick, did we? I don't. I don't know if we did. I was also looking at the lockdown cards. So now uh, they're getting them out of the cage. Are they? Okay. So yeah. Uh, so Bob, do you want to tell us what happened since we didn't? Okay. So I, th- I'm pretty sure that they edited out. Yeah, he's going to get... Okay, I think they edited out the injury. So what happened um, is that on a drop kick, I think Siaki like, lands on Candido's legs or like the way that Candido falls, and he's, he essentially breaks his like, ankle in the leg. And uh, ultimately, you know, a few weeks later or whatever it is, he has... A, a blood clot when he's flying it, I think le- that leads to his death is my understanding I'm gonna it's crazy <laughs> I'm gonna double check that um I'm gonna double check that I no, they, they I, did show so they didn't focus on him getting pulled out of the cage but we did see him being carried away um arms over some guys so they did acknowledge the fact that they pulled him out of the cage Lance Hoyt with a moonsault on Siaki here yeah, so he fractured his tibia and fibula oh, yeah. and dis- dislocated his ankle during the cage. Holy shit. What a freak accident. Uh, uh, see, okay, what, so, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I just realized one of the issues with a cameraman in the cage because I just heard Lance Hoyt tell Siaki what was happening. I didn't hear what, exactly what it was, but you could hear him talking. Yeah. See, um, now there's, there's an opening right in the cage. Just leave that. I was just going to say, eventually they do that, but apparently there it is. Anyway, on the 28th of April, Candido fell ill. Uh, he collapsed and was rushed to a, uh, a New Jersey hospital. He was diagnosed with pneumonia. Wow. Doctors drained his lungs, but he uh, died soon afterwards. Yeah, very sad. Uh, his brother, Johnny Candido, reported that Candido died due to a blood clot and complications from his surgery. Mm. In a 2016 interview, Johnny would reveal that Chris did not die from a blood clot, but rather acute pneumonia. Oh. Hmm. So, for a long time, it was believed to have been from a blood clot, but that was not the case. It ended up being because of acute pneumonia. So it wasn't necessarily caused because of the injury in this match is what right i mean that would be my understanding so do you think that this is just me speculating you think that oh shit sorry huge german suplex off the top rope siaki uh flips lance hoyt completely backwards in that one that was awesome crowds lose their mind uh do you think that that was kind of a What's the word? Like resentment toward the wrestling business kind of reason, maybe? I don't well, know. I didn't follow I a lot of interviews and stuff, so I would I would think that um that it could have played a part in like you you wanna you wanna find someone You wanna find them. You know what I mean? Like you don't wanna accept 
Yes, yeah. Such a tragedy that you're like, oh no, it's your fault. You know, this is you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Which you can't blame anyone for. I get it. But. I I think in that moment I would do the same thing. I would try to find right. any way to be like, oh, this isn't what happened. Yeah, what explain happened. what happened. Right. Yeah. So we'll we'll probably of course be covering that at some point as well. But it's um very known thing that it happens at this show so i mean i'm telling you for i don't even know if i knew that he died from pneumonia until i just read that i, I thought, thought i think i always thought it was the blood clot too so but yeah so unfortunately we'll be covering that at some point as well but yeah and then how how Wait. Old is young Yeah, so Mike Tenney just said in commentary, we do believe that Chris Candido has a broken leg, the trainer just said. Just to give you guys context here, uh, Candido is 33. That's my age. So he died when I was, you know. Wow. But right now. I don't know if I realized he was that young. Siaki yeah, pins I don't, toy. I absolutely flesh. did not think he was 33. But no way. In two thousand five, I would have, I would have said, "Oh yeah, he's forty five. Right? He had, just, he had just been around forever. Right, right. Uh, uh, Andy Douglas and I think Chase Stevens are coming in here, and they're they're yelling at Lance White. But even today and stuff, they're saying, "Well, he he's outnumbered." Oh, Lance White grabbing the Nationals. Are we seeing? Are we seeing what I think we're about to see, Bob? We're about to see a face turn with Lance White. Oh, he let go though. Really he didn't put hit. these guys together as a as a unit, are they? Um, I think that they're good for, oh, here we are. See, look at this. Andy Douglas going right after him. Lantoy trying to fight back, but he's outnumbered again. Remember, he just fought in a whole cage match, man. They slam him against the cage. Boom! Again, right up against the cage. Well, I feel like the Orlando crowd does like Hoyt, so it would make sense to turn him. Cameraman wow. not in the ring for this. Yeah, like you said, I'm curious if we're going to see that more in this because I don't recall it, and I'm wondering if they did it in the first match to like test it out. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And I, if there's the holes in the cage anyway. Like, yeah. If there's holes, then use the holes. That's the point of them. Which is something I always really liked in about the TNA cage matches because you could do that. Yeah. And then I know I don't I know you hate it, but like they they don't ignore the fact that they're there, and sometimes things get slipped in through them. <laughs> no, I mean that makes sense. I mean doing it that way makes sense. I think my issue has always been like when people would like pull the cage out and then like throw it in or something. Oh no! Fuck that. Yeah. Natural disaster. Oh, this is quite the turn of events uh, for Lance Hoyt. He's lost his cousin. Uh, he lost his tag team partner during this match, and now he just got his ass beat by his other friends, the Naturals. I like the Naturals. The Naturals are really fucking good. And Chase Stevens is one hell of a singles wrestler, I'll tell you that. Oh, that match with Styles we saw recently on Impact still was uh, sticking out to me, so... We're backstage now. Trinity, Tracy, and Dusty Rhodes. 
What's he got there? Oh, for the lethal lottery? It does say lethal lottery. Maybe Dave was right. But it's lethal lockdown. I know. Oh. Okay, so the tag team title match is now officially a strap match. AMW asked him before the show. Okay, so it is lethal lockdown, but he's considering it a lethal lottery still. He just said it. Are they going to pick the one he just dropped? Oh, no, they didn't. Okay. Lethal Lockdown coming on later tonight. Let's see who's going to start. Jeff Jarrett's in first? Wow. I'm really surprised about that, dude. And then the second man who's with him. Sean Waltman. It's got to be, right? It's got to be. We, that's what we want. You can't open the paper. Yeah. yeah so first minute, be, then there's five minutes before the next person comes in. Gotta be, you know, work rate. Well, that's a match that we kind of want to see a one-on-one, so that'll be yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, so we're getting a highlight package here. Up next, it appears that we are going to be seeing the Prince of Darkness death match, which if you have not seen this show, then we don't really know what it is. So it should be quite interesting. Um, I will say, I don't think that opening contest was was bad necessarily. It's a bummer what happened with uh, Chris Candido, of course. Um, yeah, and I'm not... like within minutes. Yeah, and I'm not upset that they would uh, edit that out. I'm going to try to look quick since we're we're watching a highlight thing anyways. I'm going to go on YouTube. Cause I was about I, to do the same thing and see if it's edited out on that. I, you might be able to catch it quicker than I would, but um, because I've noticed that the YouTube versions are seeming to be unedited, or at least the live version of the, the show. Oh, really? Because remember the whole Michael Shane um, and out the uh, New Age Outlaw stuff like that? Like, none of it's dubbed over. Right. Oh, also on, on Impact Plus, if you guys are watching along, it looks like they have that This Is TNA intro. We did not have that on our version. So you'd be a whole 11 seconds behind us. Oh my god, Bob. Oh wait, no, never mind. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I think the pre-show is on this. <gasps> no, it's not. They lied. They haven't mislabeled. Yeah, they do. Oh, I was about to get so fucking mad, Bob. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was about to get fucking pissed. Okay, so let's see. We still got the highlight package, by the way, guys. So we're not missing nothing on our our live feed. Oh uh, no, they didn't edit it out. It's there. It's on oh, a heel. It's oh, on a heel oh. kick. Oh god. Oh god. So it's not a drop kick. It's a heel kick, and you can see his fucking ankle be snapped. All right. So the DVD version is definitely edited. I don't think Siaki. Siaki might not know right there. I think he knows. Well, because he was almost looked like he was about to pick him up. Okay, so yes, the, yeah, so it was on a heel kick, and then unfortunately, uh, Chris Candido's leg kind of went underneath himself. Yeah. 
It doesn't help that Siaki kind of landed on it as well. That Siaki what? He kind of landed, like, his body weight was, like, kind of on him, too. Um, Bobby Roode's coming out here with Scott Demore in A1. Uh, rhythm. I'm, I'm watching it again, because I don't think we can blame Siaki, really, on this I'm one. not blaming Siaki for... His Candido's leg goes, yeah, it's mostly... It's Candido's a freak accident. Body weight, yeah. No, he, Siaki doesn't touch him, dude. He doesn't even fall on him at all. It's strictly... It's actually... Our friend Austin Skinner broke his ankle on a trampoline, and it's literally the same way. Because he kind of just... His foot didn't come out from underneath itself, and he fell on top of it. That's really bizarre, because it's always been like, oh, Siaki landed on him. Like, part of... like. You're telling me that it's just, yeah, it was this a freak accident. It was a freak accident, dude. That's crazy. Damn it, Don West. You guys, just think about everything we've already seen already. Chris Candido broke his leg. They beat down on Lance Hoyne. Um, they're trying to talk strictly how brutal this is. Bob, um, the match has started, and Dustin is in the ring with Bobby Roode, and I don't see any evidence that this is a Prince of Darkness death match. So what the fuck are we watching? Yeah, I don't know. Is it like a last man standing thing? It's got to be. A death match is usually a 10 count. Wait. Two out of three falls. Oh, okay. If there's a third fall, the Prince of Darkness rules comes in. They did not explain what that is yet. No. Wait, so he just got, Rude just got the first fall with a quick roll up and his feet on the ropes. Nope. Wait, Tanae just, oh, confirmed. Tanae just said it was a three count. Okay. Are they just going to do two quick falls and then get the hoods on? Is that what we're doing here? I'm honestly fine with that because I want to know what this fucking gimmick is. I, by the sounds of it, this is a blindfold match. We don't know. It's a Prince of Darkness death match. Uh, he's got uh, Rude up for the Shattered Dreams. I never Dreams. I don't know. This. Just put your legs down. What does he call this when he's not gold dust? A kick to the nuts? He's <laughs> a kick to the nuts. That's what I would call it. I'm going to call it ringing the bell. Ringing the cowbell. Yeah. Yeehaw. I'd call it Little House on the Prairie. Because oh, your fuck nuts yeah. are going to be little. Because they're little nuts, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Dustin climbing to over her Karana here. What are we I doing? thought he was gonna, but Rude is standing up now, and he's gonna go for it appears a superplex off the rope, which there's not a lot of room right there, by the way. No, how can he extend his legs out? Oh, well, he did it. Kind of pushed off. So. That's fine. It worked. The groin area. Dustin Rhodes. It's Rhodes. Come on, Don. Going for a pile driver? Oh, he can't. My back hurts. He couldn't do it after that superplex, man. He had a pull. Oh, oh fuck, dude. He, he hit the pull. 
He probably regretted that because his head hit the fucking pole, like the cross pole. Yeah. Damn it. And he, uh, Dustin held on for that slingshot or the little catapult there, and he uh, fell back down to recover. So it looks like the cameraman in the ring is was gone. A one match experiment that they then ended. I bet you, if anything, I wonder if Chris Candido's injury is the reason that they were like, let's not put a cameraman in there. Well, here, you know, it's funny because it happened right in front of the cameraman. That's what I mean. So maybe Candido felt he didn't have enough room, so he was trying to... So something like that, or also it could be like, we want to protect the cameraman potentially, too. I don't know. I think there could be a lot of stuff. I bet you that's why. They tested it out, and they were like, yeah, let's not. Look at the little look at the little hole over there the camera guy ends in. Ooh, low blow in the cage match. Like, that should even matter. No disqualification. All right, Dustin, just do the move. Nope. Uh, Rude pushes off. Look at him trying to peek through the little uh, cage uh, gap. Well, so there's at least two openings. Yes, I think there's one on each side. Yeah, there's probably no reason to be filming through the cage. The Moore's yelling at Tanae and Don West, and they have to tell him, you're only one, up one nothing, and you need two falls. Oh, he said that the Moore no. smells like Canadian bacon, dude. That would be disgusting. What the fuck? That is gross. Did we already talk about Scott Demore hitting a Canadian destroyer on on uh, Impact? Because I think that's hilarious. He what? He hit a Canadian destroyer. Oh yeah. Um. Should we men talk about? Uh, well, at this point, it's been about. Probably about four, three weeks, four, four weeks after. Three weeks. Um, so that, I believe. Yeah, yeah we can we people, can mention it. It's so it's relatable in the match. Yeah, Scott Demore is involved in a romantic relationship with Giselle Shaw, right? Is that how you? Yes, Giselle Shaw. On April first, um, Giselle Shaw shared a story about Rick Steiner uh, spewing transphobic comments towards her. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to Dallas, like, oh, hey, did you see this? Is, like, this happened. And you were like, yeah, Rick Steiner's a piece of shit or whatever. And then I didn't realize or know. Oh, cover? No. That... Giselle Shaw is trans. I have no fucking idea. I think that's so funny. And like you're selling, you talk. Oh, yeah, I've, oh, I've known for, since. Yeah, she, like oh, she, she came. She, I think she came I think out. She came out like last year, if I remember no, correctly. I, but regardless, I so I knew since then. Um, I had no idea. And I uh, didn't even care to know. Like I don't fucking care. Well, yeah, who, yeah, who, who cares? cares? Um, 
Yeah, dude. Uh, super scummy <laughs> by yeah. Steiner. What the fuck, man? And actually, I saw... I, I can't remember who posted it. And, it, of course, obviously, um, that kind of shit's, like, disgusting anyways. Like, um, the comments that he made. Yeah. But also the fact that he was, like, thought it was, like, okay to do it in the open in front around, of like, a bunch of peers. People. And, yeah. like, like, that's so gross to me. How did no one even, like, stand up and say anything? Well, so she mentions that. Like, no one... But she did say that there were people that she was with that um, were witness. And, like, I think she mentioned that they stood up for her, too. And then it came out that it was Gia Miller, who's an Impact um, announcer. Because she said that because everyone was doubting that uh, Giselle was telling the truth. And she's like, no, I was there. And I was only one of, like, many people who saw it. Um, so there is other people who witness this um, disgusting <laughs> remarks by uh, fucking Rick Steiner. Do you think Rick Steiner will ever have a statement? No, I don't think he's even on like social media or anything. Yeah, so I don't know. If I don't know. think we're going to hear anything. If he I, ever I were d- to say something about it, I'm willing to bet it would be like I was drunk. You think? That's that is the easiest way. To try and like do damage control. It's always big. Like, oh, I was in enti- or I was exhausted. I was trying to be funny and it wasn't my humor didn't connect being a transphobic. Right. Shit like that. Um what was I about to say about this? I lost it. I lost what I was gonna say. Um, but this the support from uh, specifically um, her other coworkers and like impact and stuff like that is uh, very strong, and uh, m- many many people are uh, standing up for her. So it's really good as they should. See, and that's yeah. fucking bullshit. And you know, Gia Miller makes a, a great point too. She's already having like a pretty good career, like it, just in general. I mean, she's she's on TV and everything. So, like, this isn't about her, like, trying to cancel someone. It's literally yeah. being like, no, this dude's a scumbag. And you can tell right. when you read her statement, I felt like, oh. Oh, goes, shit. <laughs> the guy's got gear on. Yeah, so the fucking uh, cage door got loose somehow. And, like, they threw Root into it. And it swung open at the cameraman. Um, here, I don't, I don't know if maybe you would know at the time. Did people speculate that she was trans before she came out? I have no idea. I had no I, clue. I would have been fooled. I have, or you know, I would not have known at all, ever. Um, to my knowledge, no. But I, I don't really know. I was unfamiliar with her before she was in Impact. Okay. Oh, there's the Northern Lariat by Bobby Roode to the back of the head of Dusted Roads after he was going for the Lone Star State of Mind. Is this the second fall? I knew he was going to fucking put his foot on the rope. That's so stupid. They're not, I mean, you can't say that in the third fall we're going to wear hoods and then not do it. I know. I know. But I I guess rope breaks in a cage match makes more sense than like in a no DQ match, but still. Yeah, but there's no DQs in it. Exactly. So there shouldn't be rope breaks. I, I agree. We're doing another, trying to do another German su- or a Canadian uh, suplex off of the uh, Canadian suplex. Oh, well, Dustin uh, elbowed out. He's going to do the bulldog off here and then get it in. Absolutely. Gonna do. 
He knows Dustin has like three moves at this point in time. I feel like okay, top rope bulldog, and he's going to cover. He's got a kick to the nuts, bulldog, and then the drop down punch. Yeah, and then like the the curtain call, Lone Star State of Mind. Okay, Bob, it's time to turn it into a death match. death match i don't know how you i feel like a definition of a death match in 2005 is a lot different than 2023 yeah death match let's put hoods on each other well they're tying hoods around them so they can't see anything oh my god (laughs) this is ridiculous this is so stupid now they're going to be like, yo, tell me where he's at, even though I can definitely see through this anyway. Um, just, just to wrap up our previous conversation, though, um, I want to say that I believe we both support Giselle Shaw, and we both say, fuck Rick Steiner. Absolutely. Just, just want to get that out there, just so it's yeah, very, very clear. Yeah, it shouldn't. I just don't anything. want Giselle Shaw to beat Mickey James for the title. That's all I'm saying. Right. Because... I want Deanna Perazzo to win. <laughs> and actually, that that's actually completely irrelevant anyways, because um, Mickey James is having to give up the title, essentially. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. She'll probably end up winning it to Zelstra. No, I don't think she's in the number contender match now. Because I think it's Jordan Grace and Deanna Perazzo at um, Rebellion. And if Mickey's cleared, it'll be a three-way. And if she's not cleared, it's for the vacant title. I think she'll win it eventually. It'll be deserved. I, I, but I, I want Masha Slamovich to. I get, I, I bet you, if she were to win, if Giselle Shaw were to win, there's going to be those those people on Twitter. It's only because of Rick Steiner saying what he said, and they might have put her on her. No, the real reason is probably because of Scott Demore, which we've joked about before um, on the show. <laughs> that's true too. The new president of the company. I do. I still. I mean, I think it is inappropriate. It's a little weird, but what about it's a little who am weird I? that you know the guy that's running the company is dating a a person in? The, oh shit! Double clothesline to the referee. Oh, oh, there you go. Well, yeah, that part's a little weird, but because I mean, like it's like uh, delirious and uh, Daisy Hayes. No, nope. the other one. The other one. The one that. <sighs> the fuck is her name? I don't know. Another one. You have to help me with that. She was at those that Buffalo show. That we went to. Oh my god, dude! I have no clue who you're talking I can't about. Can't even remember her name. Um, Scott Demore just chucked a chair oh. into the cage over the top of the cage. By the way. Mandy Leon or whatever. Is that what her name is? No, he no, he's not. They were dating. What? Yeah. Is that why she was like so heavily featured? Uh, yeah. Because I'm sorry, she's not a good wrestler. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure her name's like Mandy, right? No, I know. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, Mandy, Mandy Leon. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Bobby Roode just got the chair somehow, and sw- Demore's in the cage now. He opened the door and he just swung at Demore, and Roode's going for the cover. But he's realizing. 
because the guy's you know. Oh my god, I was I wasn't gonna say it like that, but Tanae did. Uh, he it's too fat to be Dustin Rhodes. Oh jeez, yeah, that's not until like 2007 that it could have been maybe confused. Oh okay. Oh, turned around. Oh, <laughs> Dustin Rhodes, they bumped back. them with the chair. You're telling me they had to do a ref bump in a cage okay. match for him to use a chair. And then that's a three. And Cassidy oh, Riley Cassidy stuck. Riley. He stuck his body inside of the camera hole to wake the referee up. That's smart. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, that um, was a better match than I expected it to be. I mean, that wasn't that great. Anyway, uh, Mandy Leon was also trained by Delirious. Wow, dude. So. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I will say... Comparing the situations, uh, Mandy, I don't think is that great. I think Giselle is actually greatly improved as a wrestler since she made her debut in Impact. Okay, we're reviewing all three falls now, so. I don't even know. Oh, Mandy, okay, Mandy Leone apparently is in MLW now. She's making her debut April 6th in New York City. I will not be watching that. It's anybody that's wondering. I will absolutely not be watching that. Why not? I don't watch MLW, and I don't watch Mandy Leone matches. <laughs> That's not true. I think you. I think you've seen a live in-person Mandy Leon match before. I probably have. When she's charging just as much for an autograph as like Adam Cole is, I just that's yeah. That's I problem. just can't. Like, what are we doing here? That's a problem. But when never mind. I'm not even going to start doing this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Christopher Daniels is um, getting interviewed backstage here, talking about bleeding buckets before. You you and Austin make fun of me for not wanting a Hulk Hogan autograph for twenty bucks, but you won't get a Mandy Leone autograph. <laughs> Come on. No, I absolutely didn't. I literally looked and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" First off, the only pe- the only people who are meeting her is because you find her attractive. There's no way that you like her uh, as a wrestling personality. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Skipper just confronted him, dude. Can Skipper please win the fucking title tonight? Not too early. It's too early. It's not going to be the first feud that Daniels would lose the title. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. It's not whether you win or lose. It's whether or not you get out alive. Shocker. Oh, my God. It's Shocker. This is the guy from the oh, McDonald's commercial. Relating to the X Division escape. Sanjay does officially in this. So that and Matt Bentley, which is of course, it's supposed to be Michael Shane. This is edited. Or is it? Let me go on <laughs> lockdown YouTube and see if it is. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. He's coming out with Trinity. Okay, you can tell that this is a voiceover. Yeah, it's wicked dubbed. Um, who was the, why am I having a blank of who was supposed to be in this and not? 
Um, it was cash, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because he was like double booked, I guess. But Sanjay Dutt's back, so who cares? Let's see. Yeah, it, I, it, I on, on YouTube, it's Shane. Yeah. Okay. They, they fucking edited that. <laughs> the original playoff from the Himalaya. He's not wearing his big baggy pants. He's wearing normal wrestling tights now. I'm yeah. excited to see Dutt back. I am too. I'll tell you though, if I was Don West and uh, Tanae, I would be annoyed as fuck if they were one day they're like, hey guys, um, you guys got to do uh, new audio for every Michael Shane match. For the whole match. That, yeah. But like the last eight pay per views or whatever, because, uh, you know, we can't call them that. So you have to dub it over and say it's Matt Bentley every time. Yeah. That would suck. Here comes Chris Saban, who um, I watched a, a very good match, a Motor City Machine Gun match this weekend. Uh, spoiler alert. I'll just say it. Who cares? Uh, we're recording this WrestleMania weekend. And um, Motor City Machine Guns fought the, what, East-West Connection? Is that what they're called? I have no idea. You're the one that watched it. I have no fucking idea. I think that's what they're called. It's Jordan Oliver and... Um, Oh, God damn it. I can't. Nick Wayne. Don't you like uh, Oliver? Um, I don't know if I did for a while, uh, but he I think he's he's pretty good. Who was the guy that you really liked or you like? Oh, from like a GCW guy? Yeah. Drew Parker. Drew Parker. He's got like the group the blue hair. Well, he yeah. did. And he's returning from death matches soon. So maybe I'll like him even more. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, I've I've realized that every time a deathmatch guy says I'm not doing deathmatches anymore, they proceeded to then do more deathmatches. Oh. Ricky Shane Page was like, oh, hey, I'm not doing deathmatches anymore. And then he was like, check me out. I'm doing deathmatches. Wait, I thought he did stop. No, I think he still does them. I think oh. I could have sworn I saw a post recently where he's like, oh, I still got it. And it was a deathmatch. Oh. Um, I don't like this, Bob. Um, so we have all four competitors in the ring, but it's like tag based. Yeah, I don't like that either. If they're supposed to climb out, why would they do it like this? Uh, if you're following along, by the way, we are 43 minutes and 30 seconds into this show. You may be a few seconds off, depending on which version you may be watching. If they edited out someone breaking their angle. Yeah. The X Division escape match at lockdown. The dub is like louder than the normal commentary, so I gotta like yeah, turn my shit down. The audience is is quieter. Dude, that sucks. Look at this, going for her arm drag. Saban counters, flips uh, Dutt in a monkey flip. He lands on his feet, double drop kicks, and they stand off. Do you Woo! think? Woo! Do you think someone would have transcribed their original audio? And then have them just read word for word what they said, but just change the name. We'd have to check on that. Um, that is something I was curious about. Um, I don't know. We'd have to compare. But I wouldn't be surprised. It'd make it, their job a lot easier. Yeah, because you just got to read it. Oh, 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 shit. Tilt-A-Whirl Head Scissor by Duck. Pretty crazy Tilt-A-Whirl. He did like two rotations. 
and Hurricane Rana. Is this is this elimination they're saying? Yeah, so my understanding was that and Shocker's tagged in now. My understanding was that they had to climb out. Oh, Shane's in as well now. Um, and that the last person in was kind of like the loser, but I don't know if the, I don't know how do you do that if you have to tag. I never understood that either. Yeah, see? If you get caught at the top and flung down, how are they going to get out if they have to all wrestle like this? Maybe it'll well, break down here in a few minutes. Well, here's the thing. Matter. What is stopping Chris Saban right now from climbing up the cage and leaving? That's what I mean. It doesn't make any sense. Is it because he's not technically a legal man? I don't, I don't no, know. No, that's stupid as fuck. It's going to break down soon, I think. It has to. Bob, also, just so you have a reference point here, after this match, we pretty much got full bangers the rest of the show. Well, that makes sense, right? I mean, the X Division title, tag title, tables match, lockdown, and AJ and Abyss. Yeah, yeah. It's Is pretty, that everything? We got, yeah, we got a pretty good... We have five matches left, and they're all, like, really uh, exciting matches, so I'm pretty pumped. I'm just trying to imagine um, watch it, rewatching the show. My little little Dallas watching this in 2005, and fucking Shocker's there, and I got no fucking idea who Shocker is, and I think that's really funny because I don't know who he is. I still yeah. don't know who he is. <clears throat> well, you know, you would think, you know, seeing his uh, Impact debut, that he was the biggest star alive, and then whoa, oh jeez, whoa. That move was crazy. So there are pins? I don't know, dude. I don't get it. I'm they're confused about really the They're not really good at explaining what we're watching here. I No, they did explain it, but they're doing something different than they explained. Um, I'm yeah. going to try to explain the move that we just saw. There was a double team by Dutt and um, Saban on to Michael Shane where Saban f- got Dutt up in a powerbomb, and then he uh, did an assisted like moonsault with Dutt, so he pushed him off, and then... Saban also hit a leg drop right. as he came down. It was pretty cool. Short on clothesline bed. Bentley goes for the cover, but no, I don't know why we're covering when you're supposed to climb out over the top. I don't get it. Don't get angry. I don't like it when you're angry. That's okay. One of my favorite TNA matches is up next, and I really hope it doesn't suck. The nostalgia may be speaking really good in that one. We'll see. Okay, you got a one count. Yeah, this is certainly a very interesting matchup because shit ain't really making a lot of sense right now, TBH. Michael Shane with a chin lock on Sanjay Dutt. Look at that grip applied right around the chin of Sanjay Dutt. We can't say it enough. I kind of want to see a uh, Sanjay Dutt-Daniels match. 
Yeah, that'd be good. For the title. Why not? I think yeah. I'd be more interested in this match if I knew what the fuck was going on. That that's my problem. It's like you're supposed to escape the cage, but then there's like we just saw a pin attempt a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, or maybe really... maybe Slick Johnson doesn't know what he's doing. That was yeah. a weird head scissor. He like drove him down there the mat. Yeah, and now uh Saban's in again with Michael Shane. Matt Bentley. No, that's for the DVD version. Yeah, but that's his name. It is technically his name. <gasps> Alabama Slammer. Oh, shit. Like no, he drove his head in. Drove his head in. Sudden death? Oh. Nope. Oh. Alabama Slams Slam him headfirst into the cage. Let's see. Does my DVD say Matt Bentley, too? It must, right? Yeah, it does. It's actually interesting because on the back of the DVD for the title match that we have now officially been told is a strap match, it doesn't say that. It just says it's an NWA tag team title match. And the Prince of Darkness match just says Prince of Darkness. It doesn't say death match. It doesn't say two out of three falls. I bet you they didn't want to have death in there for marketing reasons. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that too. Tornado DDT by Chris Sabin. Boy, is she concerned. I, I don't mind the Trinity and uh, Michael Shane pairing. Yeah, but it's weird. There was like it's zero, very weird. Zero explanation for it. But you know what? People end up in relationships in all types of ways. So maybe one day at the impact zone, you walked by that pickup truck, and Trinity was in there, and a connection just blossomed. Yeah, could be. Scoop and a slam shocker, and then goes for a lion salt. Two count. Right through the legs there. Drop kicks to the knee. Once again, we'll just point out, too, no cameraman. I think it's done. I think we're done with the cameraman thing in the ring. Shocker's pissed. I think that if someone like Candido um, gets severely injured, and that's just a basic tag match, I can't imagine what would happen in a lethal lockdown. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, look at this. It's like a, he's got like a tarantula in. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this. There's like a four way submission going on right now. Bentley, or sorry, Michael Shane has Shocker in like a kind of almost a tarantula without the legs. Oh, that was grabbing the chin of Michael Shane. And now uh, Saban just drop kicked the head of um, Michael Shane. And, oh, I thought that was him blading. Okay. He was fixing his hair. Just looking at the camera, guys. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, powerbomb into the cage by Saban. Running powerbomb onto the by Saban. But Shocker breaks the cover at, like, negative one. It wasn't even a pin at them. Phenomenal. TKO by Shocker on Saban.
No one's been eliminated yet. But see, the match is breaking down. Like, everyone's kind of around in the ring now oh, and yeah. stuff like that. I feel like it had to happen. But, like, then just don't have the structure. Like, does it matter? Oh. The Hindu nice. press. Hindu press. But see, yeah. why are you breaking it up? It's a little Yeah, I don't understand. That's what I was just about to say. Why are, you, why are we breaking up the pins? I'm very confused about the rules of this match, dude. Wrestling makes no fucking sense. I'm telling you. This doesn't. I mean, realistically, in wrestling, if if it made sense, like every title match would just end in a count out. Right. Because like you can't lose. But by the rule, unless it's like, oh, hey, if you get counted out, you lose. Super kick by Microgen. To dot. Shock or big boots. Uh, Shane or Bentley, whatever. Oh, oh. Sanjay Dutt is eliminated by Shocker. That yeah, doesn't surprise what? me since he just came back. Do you think, okay, this is a guess. Did you have to pin one person and now it's like climb out? Because then there's not technically tags. I would, I would or, assume that it's the final two. And then final two is that you have to escape. Oh. That's what I would did we finally crack the code? <laughs> it only took us like 11 minutes of watching this. Match. Northern White Suplex from the top rope. Saban uh, hit Shocker with that. That was nice. Who's, who's your pick here, Bob? I would, be, I would be shocked if Shocker didn't win. Didn't win? Yeah. I think that's a fair statement. I'm also... I got this weird feeling, maybe Michael Shane. He's been featured a little bit more. He's been doing some backstage stuff here and there, and now he's got a new manager. If it's a number one contender thing, I mean, they made a big hoopla about Shocker. Shocker. Oh, my God, it's Shocker. That's what I was wondering. Do you think also, do you think that Trinity's his new manager so that she can do a flip off the cage or something? (laughs) Uh, like what she's doing right now. She's climbing up there. You mean you uh, mean right now how she's climbing up the back of the cage? Is that her thong? See, I'm telling you, this is her. This she's Lita all over again. She's Lita. She's got she's leaving look. her oh, foot off. Yeah, there's Tracy. See, yeah, great. Oh, she kicked Tracy oh. down though. Oh, oh. oh, no, we don't need more ankles. We don't need more ankle injuries. Oh, Trinity is going to the top. Is she hurt? Dude, what did I fucking say, dude? You just said you just called this. Holy shit, dude! That was fucking picture perfect. Yeah, it was referee. Where's the fucking DQ, man? Oh wait, it's a cage. We can't do that. How <laughs> come there wasn't a referee bump for that then? I want another view of that. That was awesome. If they had a true knockouts division at this time, Trinity would be absolutely killing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Look at this view. Dude, that's so good. <laughs> okay, Trin- why can't you anyone just open the cage up? The, Tracy's not, in the cage now. This is the opposite of lockdown. It's not even locked. They're just, they just leave it open. <gasps> oh! No way. No way. 
Michael Shane just whipped the shit out of Tracy outside of the cage. And the cradle shock on Michael Shane. Holy fuck. I did not expect that, but Michael Shane eliminated. Shock is a pin on Michael Shane. Um, Dallas. Tracy Brooks has to go down here as a badass fucking woman. Because you remember yeah. she went through those chairs off the top rope yeah. in Nashville. And I cannot even tell people listening to this. If you're not watching this show, he did not delicately throw her into that <laughs> no. door. No. That was like Kool-Aid man bursting through the wall on Family Guy. Fucking full speed. Holy fuck, man. All right, so now it is officially the escape rules. So we got Saban and Shocker fighting on the top row, banging heads against the cage, and they both crotch themselves. Yeah, dude, Tracy, um, she's great. I mean, no denying that. But that's the thing. I feel like people, like, forget about, like, Tracy and Trinity when you think about, like, the, like, TNA knockouts because they weren't, like, truly in that division because it wasn't starting yet. But damn. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and when they were involved in the Gooch. company, it was either on weekly pay per views or FS1 at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, it sucks, though, that uh, they're underappreciated. Oh, shocker. He's outside. Oh, Saban's out. Dude, they're both going to win, aren't they? I would not be hitting my opponent's head against the cage here because then you, they could win. Right. It would just slide down. Oh, it says Shocker. It definitely was Shocker. It is oh, yeah, absolutely it is. Shocker. They both fell, but yeah, it was clearly Shocker. I love okay, how so it's sh- like, dude, you hit my head on the cage first and I fell. <laughs> and I, like that, it wasn't a matter of like who jumped first, it was who got knocked loopy first and fell. That's what I mean. But Shocker's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking the best, dude. And now, of course, they're saying, if you chant his name, we will throw you T-shirts. I would be like, no, I want a large McDonald's fry. I'll do that. Let's take another look. Look, he did. That's literally what I was saying. Don't do that. So it's kind of interesting because Saban realized, okay, he just fell because of me. So he jumped down, too. But it was too late. Yeah. It was... It was if they fell closer together, the first camera angle behind the referee would have really been a good one because it's like, oh shit, who did it? First? Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. But we're over at the announce table here. But we're just about we're like less than twenty seconds away from being an hour into the show. How you how you feeling? How you holding up first hour of lockdown? Um. I don't think it's it hasn't been bad. It's one of the best pay-per-views of all time. I don't know about that. Oh, no. Oh. Just, no, I'm I'm covering my thing. Ah, I'm, show not, it. I'm, not, I'm not watching that. Okay, so this is fascinating, though. They edited it out, but we're keeping the replay in. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, you're literally covering it, you little baby. Yeah, I'm not watching that shit, dude. I've seen way too many snapped angles this weekend. I'm not watching that. I don't like watching that. I just recently was at work showing people the Sid Vicious thing because we were talking yeah, about nasty that. stuff. Fuck that. No. I was like, guys, check this gross. out. That's fucking gross. I remember for my uh oh shit, we're doing the table now. Um, I remember for a project in college, 
yeah, I was doing like, oh, you know, the, you know, the, the, the injuries in professional wrestling, or whatever. And I included Sid's leg, leg dangling for a video thing. How'd that go over? It was effective. And I also had uh, Mick Foley's missing ear. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I think I had like uh, thumbtacks in somebody's back or something. Like Randy Orton's back. Were you trying to like prove that wrestling isn't fake because people were making fun of you? I no, I, I was just saying, you know, yeah, wrestling is scripted, but the injuries are real. And, like, there that's a be, like, that's more, a fun uh, project. Be, like, there has to be like, more because it was like a it was like a, like a new like a, you had to present it like a news story, whatever. So I did that. Tables match inside of uh, Six Sides of Steel. I'm fucking el- elated to watch this match, Bob. I cannot wait. This is something I remember from lockdown in 2005 uh, that has always stuck out of my head because I'm a huge Raven fan and I was a big Jeff Hardy fan, especially at this time. All of this because Jeff Hardy didn't want to... Um merge their fan bases. Who does it favor the most? Here comes Jeff Hardy. He's at two chairs. It's a tables match, Jeff. What are you doing here? Um, fun fact, Bob, for you. I I have a lockdown poster, like a twenty-four by thirty inch, like huge poster. Yeah. And it's signed by a bunch of people on the show. It's pretty cool. I think it's, it's yeah, 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 the, yeah. Where is it? It's in the basement. I was going to get it before we got on, but I was kind of running late, so I didn't want to waste more time. Oh. I'll t- um, Maybe I'll pull it out later, and I'll uh, I'll send a picture to you. It, it's not hung up. I don't have room for it. It's too big. How do you not have something like that? I'll buy it off of you. 20 bucks. Absolutely not. I paid way more than that for it. How, how much did you pay for it? I don't know. It was so many years ago. Look at all the tables in the ring. We how have four much tables. Do you think, roughly, how much do you think you paid for it? I bet you I paid fifty dollars for it. Okay, I'll give you one hundred and fifty for it. Oh, that's tempting. If it wasn't one of my favorite shows of all time, one twenty-five. Jeff Hardy one, launched himself off a chair into Raven in the corner here. One one fifteen. Why do you keep dropping the price? One ten. You should have you should have taken it at one fifty. I should have taken it at one fifty. <laughs> Thirty-five dollars. I'll make you lose money on it, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Well, here we go. Into the cage. I should have taken a shot for every time they got sent into the cage face first. Holy shit, you'd be fucked right now. (laughs) You would be absolutely destroyed. I would be in the hospital. Well, I'm glad that we we got the Candino clips, even though they edited it out of the match. Kind of silly. That is such a TNA thing to do. Let's edit out of the match, but you know what? 
slow motion replay zoomed in on up it. close. Yeah, zooming up in close. on it. We'll keep that one in. <laughs> what, are we do- what are we doing? Unless we completely missed it, but I do think it was edited out. I'll I'll go back after the show. I'll I'm here. I'll go back. I don't remember seeing him do that. I'll check while we're we're doing our our end of uh, show chat, and I can like even look then too. We can look. We just saw a drop to hold. Ravens laying in some stiff right hands to Jeff Hardy. Now remember, this match is based strictly on the fact that Raven wanted Jeff Hardy and Ravens fans to come together and then be in tag team. And Jeff Hardy said, he said no. (laughs) Raven, in fact. Good. The mat is covered in pink paint. Yeah, that's a kind of sucks. Yes, this you do win by driving your opponent through the table, and Raven sends himself through because Jeff Hardy moved. And that doesn't count. count. But you know what's funny is Jeff Hardy could have just done a drop toe hold, and then he would have won. Yeah, that's a good point. Because technically he would have driven through it. With a chair to the back of Raven. Raven really saw him the chair shot. He's choking him with the chair now. Cutting off the wing pipe. Jeff Hardy going for a suplex. And he hits him. Go for the cover. One, two. Oh, my God. I didn't pin him with a cover. Oh, wait. It's a table smash. The table's match. Never mind. Well, you know what? In TNA... I'm sure they'd probably cover do it. him and they'd probably be like E1. Yeah, that's true. Um, we just story. saw he just said, like drop with a chair. A little Arabian face buster. Okay. So Tanae just said that Raven is so um like crazy that he probably uses something like food poisoning to get him hyped up for this match. So Tanae is saying that Raven is has food poisoning right now, and that is what's going to get him through this tables match. Raven's busted open, by the way. I just noticed. Who has food poisoning? Tanae said that Raven gets himself hyped up for matches with food poisoning. What the? F- <laughs> what? <laughs> because that's how crazy and like demented he is. Oh my god! It's pay per view day. Let me go get some Chinese food, and hopefully get some food poisoning. <laughs> Or like, hey, I'm, I'm going to cook myself some raw meat, but not all the way. <laughs> I'm going to take a bite of a raw chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to my local grocery store and just rip open some ground beef and shove it down my throat. Oh, my God. Hide the women and children. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Because they raping Raven. everybody out here. Raven, Raven's bleeding. Remember, remember that. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yeah, I saw Antoine Dotson or Antoine. Yeah, fuck yeah. I saw that uh, somebody was saying like, if you do, if you share something, it's like the equivalent of blackface or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's, so CNN wrote, like, an article that if you use, like, GIFs and memes, yes. then it's digital blackface. Right. Which is, 
I, okay, that's bizarre. Anyway, TMZ like interviewed <laughs> Dotson about it, and he was like, "Yeah, sounds about right." Like that was their expert, was the guy that did the hide your kid, hide your wife. He's <laughs> expert. Like, yeah, I th- I think so. That's ridiculous. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Oh, hey, New York Mets are there. Bob, who are those players? I don't watch the baseball. The guy on the far the far right closest to us, I think that was Chris Benson. Oh, I love Chris Benson. And there was a twist of fate to they Raven. Have, He's bloodied. They had to have been, What the? Oh, were they playing against? The oh, Mets? there's more than four tables. There's five, it looks like. Maybe even six. They were stacked. Uh, the crowd, the crowd is absolutely fucking losing it. Did they do a wave or something? I don't know. They just popped Wicked Loud for nothing in the ring. Let's see here. Let's see where, if the Mets were in, or they had to have been. Oh, chair what shots are on? April 24th. April 24th. Yeah. And that was the New York Mets. They, they just said home. someone from the Detroit Tigers. Look at the crowd, dude. Dimitri Why is the crowd getting so hyped? Because they know he's about to fucking dive off that thing. They were they had a home game in New York. What the hell are they doing in Orlando? Maybe they finished the game. Yeah, but then their next case. game was in Orlando again. Look, look in- at this. Hardy is on the top of the cage. Swanton Raven oh, he moves. Almost, he almost fucking slipped off of that. Um, that was one of the best, like, move off of tables spots I've ever seen. Yeah. Because he barely moved. Guys, need the to truck. See look. You got to see that again. Ready? Look how quick Raven. Look at. They're they're freaking look. They showed it again. That's how good this replay was. They had to show it again. Well, of course, it's sickening. I don't think. I think Mike Tenay like lied. I don't think that that was the New York Mets. You just knew one of the players. Yeah, but he said Scott Strickland of the New York Mets, and he wasn't on the Mets in two thousand five. Oh. Well, that's weird. I'm determined to figure this out. Is he the is he the Detroit Tigers? Because they were just talking about them too. Well, he's a, he did say Dimitri Young. He did. I don't know who that is, but he said it. Imagine a referee, in, or sorry, a cameraman in the ring for this match. By the way, can we just think about that real quick? Yeah, no, he would be seriously hurt. That's a, what am I doing? Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers. If they were in Tampa, then he they would probably be there. But Raven climbing to the top row. Oh well, he had an Is off it? day, so he, Dimitri Young was probably there. Oh shit! 
So Raven was on the top rope. Jeff Hardy was leaned up against a chair, but he got off. He launched himself, hit Raven off, and he just fell and splatted on the ground. Uh, the crowd is chanting, let's go Raven, which is probably not the reaction they were hoping to get for this. Yeah, but, I mean, Jeff Hardy's been getting booed for, like, months. I know, but that's one of the most clear I like times I've heard it, being like, yeah, we want the other guy to win. Right. Why do you think Hardy was, like, so hated? Um, I, I think it's because he, he couldn't beat Jarrett. You think think if he beat Jarrett, that'd be completely different? Yeah. I think if he won that ladder match, I think he would have been, if he had at least won the ladder match and then dropped it shortly after, I think he wouldn't have gotten that negative reaction. Hmm. I mean, he couldn't even beat him in a non-title cage match. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You know? Low blow. I will give him credit. They uh, this is the first match where there was blood. Oh, jeez, he's digging a broken piece of table into into Jeff Hardy's forehead. That's fun. Oh, you know, speaking of Jeff Hardy, funny story. I was reviewing a TNA Impact from 2010 the other day, and. Uh, oh. Jeff, Jeff Hardy was wrestling Rob Terry in uh, street clothes. And his street yeah. clothing was literally wearing jeans and a tank top, which is basically his ring attire. <laughs> but they were saying it's his street clothing. That's awesome. Because like, if you watch this match right now, guess what he's wearing? A tank top and fucking jeans. And jeans. <laughs> Yeah, see, she's just like me. She won't watch. No, I thought it was like someone specific, but it was just a random person. Just a random person who can't handle a cage match. Oh, Raven. Um, wait. Oh, it's a tables match, so this doesn't even matter. <gasps> oh, that's smart. He pushed the door and uh, crotched Hardy on the the cage door. Yeah, but what is Jeff Hardy even doing? He can't escape. Oh, oh, and didn't Jeff Hardy use his legs and like slammed it on he Raven's head? Into his head. Oh, man. Natural reaction. I don't know, man. If I drop my nuts on a cage door, I don't think I'm thinking about using my legs to lift the door. Oh, who's that? The people. He's not about to jump again, is he? He didn't. Raven just put his foot up what and he just f- landed on this guy. How how have his heels not shattered? I don't know. Times that he like leaps off of high things and lands on his feet. Raven setting up. There's at least three unused tables. There might even be four. Do you think there's another one? They've been hiding under there, so I don't know. Oh, that could that other one could be stacked. Yeah. That's what I mean. That one might be stacked. I think it is. It's it's elevated off the mat. It, yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's four. Yeah. There's oh, definitely. shit. Okay, so we got four tables. <laughs> He's got another table. He's got a third one. And guess what? He's got to get a fourth one, too. 
The referee's helping him stack them, which is pretty funny. Yeah, he's encouraging violence. I got. I'm a sucker for four stack tables. I remember the one with Undertaker. Oh my God! When he missed them. Yeah. <laughs> How do you fly over like eight, four tables? However many it was. Well, so since we we've already discussed when we're filming this or recording this episode, I should say, and um, we were talking about another ankle injury. So Dante Martin, um, when he snapped his leg. Uh. Uh, they were also four stack tables, and they essentially nearly missed all of them. I mean, they hit the last two enough, but not enough to stop that from happening. Yeah. Okay, so we're about to back suplex Jeff Hardy off off the top rope. Oh my god, Raven has fallen on the tables. That was be- That was a beautiful fall onto those tables. And Hardy, Bob. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Already wins. Leg drop through, like, I think two out of four of them. But, hey, it was nice looking. Great spot to end that match. I'm saying it. That match held up to what I remember. Uh, I love that match. I think that was a really good match. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. I'm waiting for it. That was good. You can't lie about that. That was a good tables match inside of a steel cage. Uh, yeah, that was fine. That was, I'd argue, that's one of Jeff Hardy and Raven's best matches in, like, months. Well, yeah. Yeah, but for both of them. Like, they haven't, they've both kind of been, like, in weird places. Well, you have to look, well, you know. The, uh, oh, God. That's, that's a lot of blood. Uh, Hardy's, um. Falls kind of anywhere with the this was okay, wasn't it? No, that was that one wasn't bad. That one was good. You just have to look at who they've been feuding with. I mean, Raven had been wrestling Eric Watts, Dustin Rhodes, so he wasn't really set up for having good matches. Right, right. That's what I mean. Okay, guys, it looks like potentially the tag team titles up next. Because yeah, yeah, America's most wanted. We're an hour nineteen minutes. Six seconds into this. And disc one, in case you want to look at it this way, we have 24 minutes, 46 seconds left. Yeah, I might as well pee now so I can enjoy this uh, likely 15-minute-plus strat match inside of the cage. Okay, I'll hold the fort down with the highlight package that we got. Well, now I'm trapped because my microphone is stuck underneath my chair. What a mess. Hey, look, the bop. Bob, we're recording, and there's wrestling recaps things being updated as we speak. This is impressive. That's, uh, I, I published that the other day. Like, come on. I didn't just publish it as we're doing this. No, I just thought Austin did. America's oh, Most Wanted yeah. versus well, Team yeah, Canada. Austin, Austin did. It's WCCW thing. Yeah. It's A1 and Eric Young. And here we go. I better get moving. Tag Team Championships up next. The first title match of the night of only two. Because the look at let's take a look at the taglines. America's Most Wanted demands are met because of that strap. The NWA tag title history. AMW been there, done that. That's right. They've done this already. They've been here before. 
Can they exploit it? We're going to answer that question right now. We are sweeping up the table pieces in the ring. Brutal, epic about here. We're getting some highlights because we got to clean up the ring still, so. Some great angles here. I love that finish still. Okay. Lockdown has been a case of can you top this? That's a good point. It has been building up pretty good here. Well, here comes Team Canada. A1 holding the flag up. Looks like P. Williams is even going to be ringside. Oh, they lied to us. Okay, so... A1 is ringside. It's Eric Young and Petey Williams. We've been lied to. Bob, we've been lied to. What? They showed us a graphic, and it showed A1 and Eric Young, but it's Petey Williams, and A1's just ringside. Well, thank then good. I, I mean, I don't think A1 would have been good in this type of environment. Well, here comes America's Most Wanted. One of the best tag teams ever, especially in TNA. Yeah, absolutely one of the best TNA teams, no doubt about that. I think people don't talk about them enough. Well, yeah, I mean, they their peak was when TNA was arguably the least known similar to what we were just talking about with trinity and tracy you think that was their peak no i'm saying that that's when they were least known oh so people aren't going to be like oh hey remember when tracy was flying off of the top rope you know they're going to remember as robert rude's like secretary or whatever hey don't spoil. Um, we got the flags hanging up on the cages, which is kind of a cool little touch for this. I mean, really, what did I don't even know? Because Tracy wasn't a regular in ring competitor, was she ever? I don't think regular she did. I mean, I remember seeing her wrestle at a house show. So, I mean, she like she wrestled enough that she wrestled at a house show. So, she, yeah. Um, AMW is already starting here. Eric Young is getting beat with a. Oh, the, one of the straps. Okay, so this is a different kind of. This is a different version of a strap match. Okay, this is the version where it's strapped around their wrist. Each one, ha- everyone has their own strap. We've seen different versions here in TNA. We've seen them attached. We've seen them connected to the ropes. Now Are this you time, kidding me? They all have one on the wrist. Yeah. So Eric Young has one on his wrist. Well, I don't know if Eric Young has one actually. And Mercus Most Wanted both have one. I think that they have them and they have to attach 
Team Canada to that. No, it's too short. But but Williams doesn't have one. No, Williams doesn't. Have is it not? Is it not? Just it's not lengthened out yet. No, I don't think that's what it is. Or is it just two? I think it just might be two. Because you'll see it. See, look at what. See what he has. That doesn't look like it's long. No, it's not. It looks like you just hold it and whip people with it, and there just happens to be yeah. Because look at look at James Storm. Oh, I don't think I like this. Oh, A1 hits uh, Harris in the back of the head with the belt. Doesn't allow him to get into the cage. How much product did A1 put in his hair? <laughs> Why, because oh, it looks smart. flowy? Yeah. Aragon is still sitting on top of the cage hurt. It is. does look beautiful, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like Fabio. That's funny. He wants to get some A1 off of the. Oh, he did hit Jamie Storm pretty good with that. Okay, so they're locking the cage, but is Harris still not in it? How can they do that? I guess because Team Canada is yelling. Because at him. it's how. the classic thing, you know. He's got now. He's got to climb up over it. Getting the heat on the baby face. It didn't allow the Canadians to be a two-on-one advantage. Oh, what's he digging in his face? Oh, this is knuckle? Uh-huh. Is he bleeding already? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so there's going to be blood in like the rest of these matches. Oh, that guy just got his shins destroyed in the front row. After Maybe game. he broke an ankle. Maybe. Oh, Canada. He stands in the back of James Stoke, choking him over the middle rope. So the strap is just like an extra little gimmick. So I I, I understand why it's like not like on the back of the DVD. <laughs> That's how we do it in Canada. Okay, Harris still struggling to get up because A1 keeps just beating him down. Yeah, James Storm busted open pretty, pretty good. AMW demanded the straps be involved, and now it might be coming back to haunt them. I think it's really just, you know, fucking them up. Storm back into this cage face first. Harris still has not gone into this match. And I'll tell you, I mean, I don't hate it. Because it allows Team Canada to get some heat on them. Right. 
I'm assuming this will be a lengthy match. It's not going to be like an eight-minute match or something. I just like the A1 with his flowing, beautiful locks. It was just beating the crap. It's really throwing me for a loop. His flowing locks. Like, I was not expecting that. They're still, like, interchangeably calling him by his name and also A1. Alistair Waltz. They're doing both. Did A1 just hit him oh. with the, What did he do? They just said on the countdown show there was something about an attack with uh, with um, Americans Wanted or something. They didn't show us that, but they were talking about it. Oh, look it. We got... Oh, no. I know what they're about to do with this. Team Canada just took the U.S. flag, and now they're using it to choke... Um, Isn't this considered degrading the flag? Um, yeah, I would say it probably is. Yeah, it's not good. It's like, do you remember when um, Chris Jericho, when they were in, like, Brazil, he, like, stomped the Brazilian oh, flag yes. and almost got, like, arrested and shit? Yeah. Did you know that if you had, if you have swim trunks with the American flag, that, like, the logo, you know, that design, that's considered degrading the flag. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. That's weird. That's kind of weird because it's not an actual flag, though. It's just a pattern. But that, but they consider... Like it's considered that you're degrading the flag. Hmm. I was like, that's like that's stupid. I don't think that's degrading. I don't. The shins of the people in the front row over here have got to be killing them. I mean, they constantly a one and um, Chris Harris have constantly been hitting into that guardrail. Oh, Bob's cracking a cold one. Chris Harris is climbing up the cage. Is he finally going to make it in the match? No, Eric Young knocks him down. Yeah, I'm drinking Jim Cornette's favorite drink, a Sprite. No I mean, Sprite, Sprite's really good. Yeah, especially when it's not flat. Yeah, Bob had some really good soda. Yeah, because if you're wondering, folks, I went to Dallas's house last night for uh, night one of, eight, of uh, WrestleMania. And uh, he was like, hey, Bob, you want you want some soda pop? And I was like, sure, pal. And so he brings up... <laughs> you want some soda pop? He, he brings up some twist-up. Not even name brand. He brings me up no, great value dude. bullshit. And I no, go. because it was meant to be mixed with other stuff, so it didn't matter. Okay. Well, anyway, he brings it up. He pours it out. Okay. I take a sip out of it. And I'm like, this seems like not. This is like flat. And then he goes, this tastes flat, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, let me. And I was like, it's expired, isn't it? When did you buy this? And he went, oh, I bought it for Halloween. It was unopened. So that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. It does matter because like soda pop does go bad. Yeah, but not that fast. Yeah. Look at the date on your can. Look on the date on your can that you just opened. I bet you it's like another year. No, soda is not like that. Look at the date. It's at the bottom probably, Bob. Look at the bottom. What's the date? What month are we in now? We're in April. This is October 23. So that's October of this year. So that's still like a long time. So, right. okay. So that's what, May, when did you buy that? 
Uh, I bought that uh, like two weeks ago. No. Okay. Yeah, so two so weeks. In, in March. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October. That's seven months. So since Halloween, when I bought it in October, November, December, January, February, March, April, it's less time than what right. you're saying. Now, regardless, I think it's an old one. It doesn't matter. It's a you, soda. It's, you had it opened matter. it in six months. That doesn't matter. What are you talking about? It wasn't open. Anyways, Bob had a great glass of that. And now Bob is ignoring the whole part where I bought him an absolutely fantastic birthday present. Yeah. The one show, one stupid reality show I don't watch. He buys me a $2 marked, heavily marked down Love is Blind fucking <laughs> game. The one Okay, show- Harris is in the ring. Close hand off the top. Listen, I was cracking up about that shit all night, Bob. Kaylee goes, now he doesn't watch it, but he's about to. <laughs> I don't, honestly didn't even think to watch it. I feel like I should watch at least one episode to see if I even like would want to watch it. Um, but no, one of my the absolute favorite thing that happened. Oh, Spinebuster by Harris too. Yeah. One of my favorite things that happened last night was uh, Harris is going on him. Yeah, Harris is killing him. Stalling suplex on Petey now. Into the cage. Couple of two times. cage sides and down the neck was Dallas is pouring a drink, <laughs> he gets mesmerized <laughs> by the bubbles and it overflows. And he like snaps out of it. He's like, What am I doing? <laughs> and it, yeah, it was like overflow. I was getting Kaylee goes, Dallas, Dallas, <laughs> heart attack by America's Most Wanted goes for the he cover. I was mesmerized by the bubbles, I was just staring at the bubbles. Not realizing that it goes over. <laughs> oh, man. That was too funny. It was a good night. I can't wait for you to come over for round two tonight. I'm not coming over for round two tonight. I'm what? No. Take a nap. I don't want to take a nap. After this, I'm probably going to hop on my uh, stationary bike and watch some baseball. Which will uh, ironically give me more energy. Yeah, that energy didn't work out very good for you last night, though. You were tired by, like, 9.30. Dallas, I had been up since 4.10 in the morning. Should have taken a nap. I couldn't. You like a, you act like it was my fault you were up that late. It was. Uh, did, did you eat the rest of the pizza or no? Um, no, and as soon as you walked out the door and like pull out of the driveway, Kaylee's like, "We have way too much pizza." And if I knew that, I would have told Bob to take some. We have over a full pizza left. We're not going to eat all that. The fuck, dude! I would have taken some. So if you come over tonight, I got pizza. Going for a super kick. It's counter. Petey Williams knocks him down. Going for the sharpshooter, but he. Oh yeah, there we go. He got it. He's trying to turn him over. Okay, sharpshooters locked in. Eric Young climbing to the top. Oh, no. Is he going to elbow drop him? And he did, but the referee is right in the way of the camera. So yeah, he barely way saw to go, that. Rudy. Nope, kicks out at two. I forgot. I can turn my volume up a little more again because it's not as fucking loud as the voiceover. Well, now we're 36 minutes, 22 seconds. Team Canada is on fire here. Signaling for the destroyer. PD doesn't usually wear elbow pads, right? Is that just a cage match thing? Calling for the destroyer. No, I don't know. If, 
I don't know if I ever had. Yeah, I don't know if he. No, no he's not on both elbows. No, uh, he was going for the destroyer. James Storm fell down, and Harris hit him with a spear, but he kicks out at two. Oh, at two and a half tonight, says sorry. Young just got super kicked by James Storm. He's motioning. Oh, that sentence. Oh, Petey pulled Petey pulled him out of the way, and uh, so Harris just crashed and burned. Here comes the Canadian flag hockey stick. Oh shit! Right he just back. busted it on his back. If it wasn't rolled up, it probably would have flew out. One, two, the canvas is covered with Jeff Hardy's pink paint and blood. Yeah, it was just blood and paint everywhere. Which means on impact, they're going to be like, look at this stain map. There's blood. <laughs> look at this stain. Oh, he's got freaking powder, probably flour. No, it's cocaine, actually. Or cocaine. Oh, Petey's like literally dumping all of it into his hand. He probably didn't need to take all of it. He's when it gets pushed me. in his face, he did. Uh, I knew it. Oh, but Eric Young knocks down James Storm, but Petey's blinded right now. And ready? Oh, I see what's going to happen. Oh, he just low blowed uh, Eric Young, who's trying to turn Eric him around. Young. No way. He's still blinded. He's calling. He's calling for the Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> he doesn't know, but he just hit his own partner with a Canadian destroyer. Think if the fans are cheering for that, it might not be your partner. He's just cleaning out his eyes. Oh, but he gets caught. That sentence. Oh. Close to the cover. And three. Nice. That was not a bad match. No, that was good. We find the defendants guilty, guilty, guilty. Good stuff. Give them their titles. Well, let's go. Yeah, just zoom in on a random female in the crowd. <laughs> Who was not expecting it? And she was like, ah. Oh, oh, yeah. Who's this? What's this? I love when wrestling companies do that. They're like, oh, we have a young, attractive female in the front row. Definitely got to zoom into her face. Zoom in on her. AMW climbing to the top of the cage to celebrate. What a view. America's most wanted. That's Sitting right. up there has got to hurt your butt. I would imagine. It probably doesn't feel great. No. Uh, we are at the announce table here with Mike Tenney and Don West, and we have three and a half minutes or so, a little less, to switch desks here momentarily. 
second of our two championship matches up next. So that means it's Daniels and Elix Skipper for the X Division title. So that means what Daniels and uh, Skipper's probably next, right? Yes, exactly. I'm wondering, now you might be thinking about pizza. I'm wondering if Kaylee would bring me a slice of pizza right now. There's just a child yelling, you guys are the number one. And then it, they cut him off, but. Here we go, dude. X Division bout is coming up next. Former friends, now foes. Getting our highlight package here. This isn't just the end of the match. This is the end of Triple X. Now, forced to compete in singles competition. Until last month's Destination X when their paths crossed. Hey guys, let me let me know when you start uh, disc two because since it's just a video package, I figured I'd get ahead of the game and not have to. Oh shoot! It. Okay. Well, we got another minute and eighteen seconds before we're gonna switch here, but I'm using my brain. Well, guess who's getting a piece of pizza? Not me. Uh, no, but if you come over tonight at six o'clock, seven, come over at seven. Seven. The show don't start till eight. Come over at eight. I know it's funny because I was telling Kaylee, like, so we we just went out to Los Angeles, and um, I was like, the show's over. It's nine o'clock. I was like, we could still go to dinner after. Like that's that, just a weird so thought. Weird. That's so yeah, it's so weird. I would thrive on the West Coast. Yeah, for real. Everything's Monday, early. My night Ross is done at fucking eight. <laughs> yeah. What can I do now? <laughs> well, it's like there's one night that you and Austin were texting in our group chat, and I wake up and it was like you guys were. T- it was like the night before or something, but like the way the time was, it was like w- like four a.m. there or yeah. something. I don't know. It was weird. Continued on this too. Let's see. We're about to switch over here. Any second. Any second here. We're gonna switch over. And just two. Hit play, Bob. We're two seconds in, three seconds in, four seconds in. Okay, I'm like a second behind you, but it doesn't matter. The signature division is about to take place. The X Factors, Bob. Former partners turned rivals. It forced them to split as a team. Primetime earns a title shot. 
Yeah, he won the match, but we were told before he won that he was going to be in it. Experience versus the athleticism. It's coming into play here in the six sides of steel. Just say my name. Say his name, Bob. Prime time, baby. Underrated. That's true. He was, though, a cruiserweight champion. Yes, he was. 100 kilos and under. I mean, of course, he was handed the belt by Lance Stone, I believe. But that's fine. Still, still champion. Yeah, we got to do what we can, we can do, you know. Still a champion. Here comes X Division champion Christopher Daniels. Yeah. It's me, Christopher Daniels, on the channel. Holy shit, that's a large piece of pizza, my friend. That's bigger than your face. I just needed something. We were talking about it, and it's it's going to be lunchtime here, you know. Yeah, it's noon. It's 12.03. Daniel's standing off with Elix Skipper, and now he's entering the cage. What's going to happen in this match, Bob? What do you think? Uh, okay, well, here's my question. Do you think that Skipper is going to walk the top of the cage again? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I don't think I don't so. think he's gonna do that again. Yeah. He got lucky he didn't get hurt once. I don't think he's gonna do it again. Do I think they're gonna tease it? Absolutely. Yeah, they will. Damn. Being broadcast in fifty three countries for this pay per view. Pretty crazy. That? They're being broadcast in fifty three countries, they said. And still only like 20,000. Oh, God. Locking up here. Who is going to walk out of lockdown as the X Division champion? The blood-soaked map is being rolled around now by former partners of Triple X. Yeah, it's a good thing that Kevin Nash wasn't going to wrestle because of that staph infection. It could have got bad. How do you get a staph infection? They were saying it's from the attack, but... Yeah. That sucks. Oh, play of the day? Nope, countered. Can you believe that? He countered the play of the day. We've already seen an Angel Wings play of the day attempt. 
He's been these guys actually are not doing their normal very slow start to an X Division uh title match. So yeah. Pretty interesting start here. Drop to hold back prime time, knocking Christopher Daniels down. He's just got a block now. Nothing exciting going on. Nothing like a side headlock inside of a cage. But Bob would still go. I like the cage match video I sent you recently, Bob, where they didn't even enter the cage and the match was over. <laughs> yeah. What a ridiculous fucking match. Who, it, who was it that, that did that? Some old guy. Yeah. yeah. He made the guy submit on the floor. He didn't even get in the cage. Like, what the fuck? Oh, you know, speaking of... I, I'm wondering if part of the reason why they um, made it so that it was every match was a cage match. They wouldn't have the cage, like up in the rafters they would have to build it right so i'm but wondering if they figured they did, to cut down on the time i guess they could have but i mean when we did it for the for uh turning point they had to put it up and if they're doing two matches those would just be the last two matches but yeah but i, I mean i wonder if they just didn't want to i don't blame them cut down they should cut down the time I don't know. Got wrench suplex or slam there by Skipper. One. It's a one count. Back suplex by Skipper. Say his name. Prime time, baby. Hands in and a leg drop. Impressive. Out of the corner. He's like, yeah, look at me. I'm I'm prime time. That time, it's a two count. Daniel's kicking out. Slick Johnson, a bald brother of Christopher Daniels. Although, I guess Skipper is also bald. So we have a trio of bald here in the ring. Oh. Daniels just fucking puts Skipper on his shoulders and then runs right into the cage. I don't like when there's the videos of Christopher Daniels with hair. I don't like that. Yeah, that is pretty. That is pretty weird. That's like a that's like a late '90s, early 2000s Daniels. Yeah, I don't like that. Like he was on Nitro and like he's yeah. did a springboard and he almost broke his neck. That's uh, he has hair there. That's the one I remember specifically. Yeah. I think I think the bald look isn't until like 2002. Like was the skipper injured? Well, let's see. He's holding his shoulder and elbow pretty good. Oh, shit. I'm assuming the they're, fact that he would have kicked him on the arm that he might not be hurt. Like, yeah, they were trying to get a replay, but... Okay, yeah, I know he's working it. Okay. So, the only... Do we only have left is Lockdown and AJ and Abyss after this? Uh-huh. Okay. So, we still have an hour. 
Well, yeah. So, yeah, we have to do our countdown now. So now it's going to be how much time we have left because we switched discs. Focusing on the left shoulder. I always love how in wrestling it's always like the left part of your body gets hurt. It's never the right side. Well, because they got to still use that side. Always a left. It's probably and easier guess, to sell your non-dominant side. I was going to say, because, I mean, that would be your weaker arm probably anyway. Right. Get him, Daniels. This strikes me. Think about how this could affect the match. Yes, he's not going to be able to use the sudden death because he's working the arms, and he needs the arms to do that. Nice dropkick by primetime Elig Skipper. I'm bored. It's because you got to drink more of your soda. No. I think this is this is a, it's been a slow match. Running knee strike by Daniels sending Skipper into the corner. They started off pretty hot, but yeah, I mean it's just it's just a slow plotting match. And I'm wondering, I mean, well, I guess with like shock and all, then it wasn't slow. Like they were still able to do like some. Yeah, I that match I was kind of eh about. Like, it was fine. How does Skipper block the pain out? He's not going to be able to beat him with one arm. Why not? I don't know. He can't hit his finisher, they're saying. Daniels is stomping away. Skip with a shoulder. Ironically, though, I think he used his left shoulder, which is the one that is hurting. Well, sometimes the adrenaline pumping through, man. You're able to push through those kind of things, and is, is this it, was a case. Is that, is that the logic you're going with? I'm just trying to stand up for my friend, Nick Skipper, a little bit. Friend of the show, Nick Skipper. He's not. Okay, I wish he was, but... He doesn't even know who the fuck we are. Let's be real. I know. I wish we could get in touch with him. And be he like, probably hey, just man. have to go to his uh, restaurant. His establishment? Yeah. Order some pancakes. Is that what he's so? I don't know. Is he still Cracker Barrel? Did we figure it out? Or is it Applebee's now? Uh, I think originally it was Applebee's. It might be a Cracker Barrel now. Well, both have okay food, so... I definitely prefer a. Uh, I prefer a um, Applebee's. It's hard to say. I mean, yeah, I guess I maybe agree. Cost less. Say that. 
Yeah. And it does. Yeah, we've definitely slowed down in this match. Daniels just keeps working the shoulder. Look at this back suplex with the arm behind the back. Hammerlock slam. That fucking hurt, man. One, two, one, two. The way he was born, he will not. He's really working the arm. Referees are really good at getting in the fucking way of the camera on this show. Well, they're probably not used to it. I know, but you know, come on. Work with me here a little bit, guys. Work with me, guys. Just work with me. The number one move inside the cage was when Skipper walked across the thing. Oh, what a kick by Daniels. I just want to know what's going to happen in Lethal Lockdown. Is Kevin Nash going to get replaced? Are they just going to do a two-on-three? That's coming up next, Bob. I mean, you have to get a replacement for Kevin Nash, so it's probably going to be Scott Hall. Randy Savage. Oh, Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Hey, Could be. Hey, it's yo. me. Hey, uh, say hello to the baby. Bunch of clotheslines by Skipper. Throw Daniels right into the cage, comes back, and he just doesn't do anything. And then he goes, no, oh, fuck yeah. Nice spin kick. Hey, yeah. He's been studying the martial arts before he began into wrestling. Oh, he just matrixed and moved out of the way of that crossbody. Belly to belly. Nice. Who's this guy, Shane Douglas? Yeah, who, who does he think he is? Part of the franchise? The franchise. Walk on the top rope, big leg drop. Did you see that elevation that he got there? Going for the cover. No. Nope. No, That's no, a no. kick out at two. No, no, he can't do a, a headlock backbreaker thing because of his arm. So then Daniels slams Skipper to the mat. Best, Best moonsault ever. ever. It's it. One, two, no. Skipper refuses to stay down. He's signaling for another. Oh, no, he's, well, this time he's climbing up the cage. 
You've got to be kidding. He's in no man's land up there. Is he about to walk the cage, Bob? No, he's not going to fall down. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bob, he's about to walk the cage. Oh, Daniels stepped yeah, out now. He teased it. Holy shit, he just dove off the top, and Daniels was not facing him, so he just took him and the yeah. referee out. Yep. Let's take another look. Look at this. Oh, shit. Explosive. Okay, well, the referee isn't too hurt because he's back, so. Skipper could be on the verge of a victory. Oh, and Siguri. Oh. He just had, doesn't have enough strength, dude. Angel's wings, he's calling for it. Let's see, hooks an arm, hooks another arm, and no, it's countered. Oh, oh, Bob, Bob, sudden death. But, but Dan, well, here, the arm he hooks the head with is his right arm, so he should be fine. Oh, shit, oh. he countered it in Angel's oh, Wings. As soon as I say that, Angel's Wings. Right. No, that should do it. Oh, shit, oh, shit. That's um, a three. Daniels retains here at lockdown. Okay, the middle part, a little slow. Beginning, end, I liked. Yeah, okay, I'll say that was uh, not great. Oh, no, that's not true, I guys. Was, I, I, I not, don't know. I was a little, Bob needs I was more a soda. Bored. He's tired. Don't let it affect him. No, I was kind of bored by that. What? I mean, the middle one, they were just working the arm strictly. Like, yeah. I don't disagree with you there. Yeah, but you're just basing it off of a crossbody off the top of the cage. And the whole finishing sequence. Right. Okay. Wow. The match was probably, what, 15 minutes long, and you're basing it off of a 90-second sequence? No, no. I said the beginning was good, too. Okay, so... Now you're being petty. Now you're two, being petty. Two minutes and 15 seconds out of the whole match. No, you're I right, bet you right. at least right. half of that match was good. Okay. The other half, they just worked the arm. Right, which was boring. Was Anyways, we're going backstage to Dusty Rhodes here. Bob's being an ass now. He's he's getting mad at me. He's texting me on the side. Seriously, guys. Bob texted me and said, if you don't shut the fuck up, I, we're not doing this anymore. He literally texted me that. Yeah, I wish. I wish. We know Jeff Jarrett. We know Waltman. I still don't know why it says lethal lottery, because, like, that's not the match. Why are we deciding who every single person is from here on out? Like, I think isn't we got the, the first the, two. That's Yeah, isn't the point of the match supposed to be like, you don't know? Yeah, he says the third guy in. 
Why did they just? They censored the outlaw because of the copyright. <laughs> so what the it's, fuck? Dude? It's probably not edited on YouTube like that. So I thought could, it was like supposed to be a secret, so they censored it. <laughs> no, he said the okay. outlaw, and it was probably it was a the cease and desist. Okay, fair. The only rule of this match is there are no rules. Leave the lockdown coming up next. I could care less. You know why? Because your opponents aren't going to make it. Because you know why? Look, they just censored it again in the highlight package. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, great. I mean, was there actually going to be a lawsuit, or were they just nervous? I... I want to say that WWE was like, hey, you can't do that. And if you don't want problems, then, then fix it. Yeah, but they were calling it. I'm not listening. I know the spread is lower, but. um, Like they're doing it on TV for so long. I'm just surprised, I guess. Oh, we're getting the whole background here, which is mostly just DDP fighting. Um, oh, there's Kevin Ash backstage. DDP fighting Jarrett. And look, there's a mystery on Kevin Ash. Who will it be? They even have look it at the censor. out. The censor <laughs> of the outlaw. That's funny. That's too funny. First man out the tunnel here. It's Sean Waltman, and he has a garbage can, and he's wearing the, probably the same outfit he rang the doorbell on the Surreal Life with. <laughs> yeah, probably. Look at this. This is an awful outfit. Yeah, no, it doesn't look great. It's bell-bottom jeans, a sheer button-up shirt, and like a white tank top underneath. Yeah, it's good shit. I love it. Okay, so Sean Maltman and Jarrett starting us off. And then the Outlaws next. for f That's five-minute time period. And then every two minutes, someone comes in. And of course, the lethal lockdown does not begin until everyone is in. Sound familiar? Yeah, it does okay, so Kevin Ash has a staph infection, so he is not wrestling here. Should we just prepare to be disappointed? I mean, should we? It's No, what do you mean? What would be the worst case scenario of who could replace Kevin Ash? On like current roster, who could it be? David Young. Well, that's a good one. 
Actually, Jarrett Jarrett's also wearing like street fight gear. So or no, or no. What if it's like Buck Quarterman? Yeah, Shark Boy. Shark Boy. Yeah, but see, I actually like Shark Boy, so that'd feel D Ray three thousand. He's gone, I think, at this point. Oh, you know who? You know who it could probably be? Hmm. Ron Killings. Oh, Ron Killing. He seemed like the type of guy that would be inserted into that. He's not on the show. Then you, I mean, I don't know. I guess it could be anyone who hasn't been on the show, which I don't know if there's too many people. Okay, so, well, they just, okay, they messed it up. It said two minutes. It's supposed to be five. Now, we're not even in the cage yet. So does that mean it hasn't started yet? I'd say it. I'd say it started, but we're already using weapons and stuff. Jarrett still has the title around his waist. I love it. I love when a war game starts in the crap. It's not war games. It's lethal lockdown. Well, it's the same idea. Oh, look at that sign. Billy Gun is a not nice word. What did it say? A not nice word. Is it not? It is derogatory and homophobic. They, they didn't. They didn't censor that. No, you could barely read it. Still, you censor outlaw, but you won't censor a, a slur. They probably didn't even fucking notice it. They probably know. Okay, we said the outlaw a few times. You so better go edit that. Although on commentary, see this commentary doesn't sound dubbed right now. So I bet you it's not going to be dubbed in this commentary. It kind of sounds the, dubbed. If they say Kip James, then we know. Right. The And it's, I say it doesn't it's, sound... It's, it's dubbed. You, his, you I guess the crowd is a little bit duller noise. By the way, guys, the countdown is happening. We're under three and a half minutes before the outlaw comes out. Oh, Jared's head gets slammed against the title belt laid across the table. The unbreakable table, which you're not standing on top of. High kick to Jarrett. Knocks Jarrett off. The table does not move. Cross body onto Jarrett. What was the point of a, of a heel kick on the announcer table? To knock Jarrett off the table. He's got a fucking bull rope. The cow rope. He's got the cow rope. Oh, no. He's got Jared against the cage, and he misses, hits the post with the chair. Maybe they don't have to go inside until the match is, like, ready to start. Never mind. But you know what? It just it just proves our point with Jeff Jarrett matches. He has to brawl in the crowd. I mean, yeah. Even if there's a cage. No, you got to brawl in the crowd.
we already know it's the outlaw. No, they're talking about the replacement. No, they just said we're going to find out who the third person is and and it will change. Like the momentum. Do they really not know who? I don't know. The woman's sending Jared into the cage again. It's so solid, so tight. I am shocked by this. Oh, going for the Bronco Buster, but guess what? You can't get your legs there because there's a fucking cage in Jerry yeah. Room, so. He just 30, folded up. There's under 30 seconds before the next person comes out, which will be the outlaw. See, someone. They're saying someone. That's so interesting. Is it because they won't say his name? Oh, I wonder if that is why. Trying to minimize how many times I say it. Yeah, but but we know who it is. Right. This is weird. Here he comes. Yeah, okay, it is dubbed. Here comes Kip James. Outlaw will beat your ass, or said bet with a little tiny A. Everyone's wearing jeans and a white shirt. Because it's a street fight. Well, Waltman has a, he's got a shirt over his white tank, but. So less than a minute and a half already. Oh, pop up and then a nice drop kick by Waltman. Counter that pop up. Uh, knocking down Jarrett with a missile drop kick. That was nice. Yeah. So who is going to be next? It must be Diamond Dallas Page. And then we'll get Monty Brown yeah. and then a mystery yeah. entrant, I'm assuming. That would make the most sense. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it's got to, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Conan. You're switching. Now you're saying Conan. It's one of the three life <laughs> Well, Conan kind of has been beefing with... Uh, That's what I'm saying. Or they could do Kip. BG James, I guess. But that would be really lackluster mm. to me. But I, uh, I would get it. You know, the New Age Outlaws. I like, guess out of our main roster, I guess three life crew are the only ones not featured on the show, really. Yeah. Which is BG interesting. James, they, they'll probably do BG James because they'll be like, oh... Who's like, I bet you everybody. Whose side is he on? Yeah. It's gonna be like, oh, mm. is he gonna be aligned with them? Is he friends? And he'll show his worth mm. to come in. That'd be sad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see who's coming out next. DDP. It's me. It's me. It's a DDP. He's not wearing a white shirt. 
He had a kendo stick hiding in the back of his pants. DDP gets in swinging the kendo stick. He's unloading on Jarrett and the outlaw. The top of the head. Oh, fucking hey, dude. He's hitting him in the head wicked hard. Throwing Jarrett against the cage and then hitting him in the back again. Okay, under a minute till the alpha male, the final member of Team Jarrett, comes into the ring. And if you guys are following along, we have 34 minutes and 34 seconds left in the show. GDP double clothesline knocking down the outlaw and Jeff Jarrett. Calling for the bang, the diamond cutter. Let's see, is he going to hit it? No, counter. And then he... Oh, a low blow. GDP gets a low blow like every match. I know he does. Even against like enhancement guys in WCW, they would just low blow him. That's pretty funny. Eight, seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wow. oh, hell yeah. With yellow wrist tape? Fuck yeah to that. Nice shirt. I love that shirt. Some reason, every time Monty Brown comes on, I have to pull up eBay and type in Monty Brown TNA. His weapon of choice is a freaking baseball bat. Because of the stinger, dude. He should just hit people right over the head with that, and he'd win. Bob, I found that shirt here. Let's see what size it is. Oh, my God, it's my size. But it's $130. Tempting. Splurge, dude, do it. Did you back the Nitro set yet or what? No, I haven't. Still thinking about it. That can be my I don't birthday. know if that can be my real birthday present. You gotta back the Nitro set. <laughs> wow. It's only three hundred and ninety eight more dollars than the present you gave me. It's not about the price, Bob. It just made it funnier. Yeah, it did. You should have kept all the clearance labels on that. I, I wish I did. I wish I did. I regretted taking them off. I just didn't want you to have to take them off, and then it'd be all sticky. Let's see where the, the ring is at. 13, 12 backers. They got to get to 5,000, and if they don't get to 5,000 before, what, April 7th, then they don't get the Hogan? Yeah. I don't like that. Because I want the Hogan. 
Holy shit, Jared, move out of the way or switch camera angles. Oh, because well, fucking Outlaw's in the way of the other one. Well, the way that you hey. get the Hogan is if you back it. So. Yeah, but you have to get 5,000. Okay. Uh-oh. It's a three-live crew song. Oh, fucking A, dude. It's BG James. James. He's wailing on Jarrett with a trash can lid right now. Oh, there goes the cameraman. What's what's worse, this being BG James or um, the 1998 in your house where it's Savio Vega replacing Shawn Michaels? <laughs> At least the fans seem to like him. Yeah, because it's a freaking amusement park. No, I'm talking about Savio Vega. The fans didn't like Savio Vega. They didn't? No. He was a Los Boricuas at that time. I mean, that was that was pretty bad. Uh, this sucks. Oh, my. What the fuck? He just hit the referee? He just hit Rudy Charles in the face with a, tra- a tray. Oh, my God. That should be illegal. He's facing off See, I told his you, former I partner. He won't hit him, but Waltman will. Yeah, Waltman don't care. X-Factor. Okay, so he's turning, right? I would have to think so. BG directing traffic here. He tries to go for the fucking Bronco Buster again. You can't do it very well, bro. There's a fucking steel cage in the way. You don't care. Oh, Bronco Buster with a trash can? I feel like that hurt you more than him, but... Yeah, I mean, your your nuts are hitting the steel there. But, oh! A Waltman was going to go for an X-Factor to Jarrett, and then he was hit with a pounce. BG just got hit with a pounce. Period. Let's go. Pin attempt. Jer- uh, DDP breaks that up. No, see, this should be freaking submission, not pin. Going for the stroke. Pushed off. Diamond cutter. One, two. Wow, was that close. It's amazing how many matches they had to redub. Yeah. Oh, spinning heel kick by Waltman to Outlaw. I don't know if I would have ever known about the Outlaw. Like, as a kid, I probably had no idea. Yeah. My Brown just got hit with, like, four trash can shots. Right over the head. Okay, we can't see anything. Oh my god, a double pounce? On both DDP and BG James. They're dead. Yeah, good thing this guy is a heel. I wouldn't want to cheer for that. Yeah, you don't think that's cool. Yeah. The fuck was that? Just in time. Oh, my Brown's bleeding. 
Oh, shit. Woman just pinned Monty Brown. The fuck? Okay, maybe I was wrong about the turn. I really wouldn't have thought Monty Brown would be eating the pin there. Yeah. I don't like that. That's not, yeah, I don't like that at all. I feel like if you don't, just have Jarrett lose, then, or like, outlaw. I love how Jarrett just leaves. Jarrett doesn't care. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's weird. He's probably going to get a guitar. Wait, outlaw's leaving too, though. This could be a Maya Brown face turn. Because they just leave him here to get beat, beat up. Okay, oh, they sent him out the cage door, too. Wow, dude. Okay, well, for a lethal lockdown, that was um, just mindless, you know, weapon shots. There's really no substance here. Okay, well, I'd say if you're not doing the turn there, then what's the point? Like, what are you going to do then? And it's also weird because now afterwards, he's like, yo, dude, we're tight. Yeah, I don't. Like, that's just weird. I don't understand. Hmm. Like, you're just it's continuing it. Well, that's weird. Yeah, well, we do have our main event up next. Um, one more match. And that is. Abyss versus AJ Styles. The winner faces Jeff Jarrett at Hard Justice coming up next month. Let's preview the main event here, Bob. See, and it makes even more sense to me if it was. Um... A turn because then you have this match to potentially make people at least a little happy that you fucked him over in that one, but that's not what happened. Hmm. Look at look at dude, look how the feud was built. Because remember, Abyss scared Tracy and Trinity um, out of Dusty's uh, office yeah. truck, and then they fought backstage. That's literally what. Mm, and then AJ around. was like, "I bet you wouldn't do that to me." And it's like, yeah, because you you're not a woman that he can't easily intimidate. It doesn't get any bigger or better than that. Sending you a message, AJ. Security here to break him up. That's right. For tonight's competitors. Oh, someone's road to be paved in twisted steel and blood. Who do you think is going to win? Who's going to be the number one contender? Now, Abyss has been technically a number one contender since, what, Destination X? Because he won the ladder uh, match. Against all odds. Against all odds. Yeah. Um, 
so he's had the chance to fight for the title. Uh, could he lose that opportunity tonight, essentially? Well, I certainly don't think um, Abyss and Jeff Jarrett would be at hard justice. Well, there you go. That's all you need to hear from Bob, the absolute um, professor of professional wrestling. That's right. Here comes AJ Styles. Yeah, I must tell you, I'm a, pretty, I'm a pretty good wrestling booker. Okay, I, uh, so we have 23 I, minutes wait, and 13 no, seconds on. left. Let me, let me pump myself up here. Okay, I'm in the Russell Figs Wrestling Sims Hall of Fame. Okay. When when are you gonna break this news to me? I earned that. When did that happen? Years ago. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. This is a subtle brag. This is... Yeah. I, is it just because you've been a member for like twenty years or something? I was a member. Yeah. And then I also did my rebooking of the WWF for several years. That I still do now, and I posted it there, and I earned the respect and accolades. And I got inducted into the Hall of Fame there on the message board. So I know how to write compelling stories. For for wrestling that did not have compelling stories. <laughs> right. Same thing with WCW 2000. I did a WCW 2000 rebooking a disaster. People loved it. Did, did you make it also a disaster or did you make it better? No, I made it better. Okay. One of my, fa- my favorite things. I had Mike off. <laughs> I had Mike. I had Mike Awesome break into Hulk Hogan's house and beat up Hulk Hogan in front of Brooke and Nick Balea, <laughs> like in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! He like slammed his head in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Here comes the monster abyss. I'm not afraid of Abyss. I'm afraid of what Abyss can do. So wouldn't that be afraid of Abyss? <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about? Is he about to just dive at him? Here he comes. Holy shit, I fucking knew it. We cannot wrestle in the cage if every match is in the cage. You have to like do some of them not in the cage. This is for intimidating Trinity. You would think Trinity would be in his corner or like, you know, Trinity and Tracy or something. Oh, Styles slipped underneath the guardrail. He's done that before. Hurricane Rana. Nice. Oh, off the guardrail. That's cool. Took down the monster. Kyle's on their feet. They're hype. They're ready. We're not sure if the match is legally underway just yet. Well, they haven't entered the ring. So, I would I would assume that the match is not technically started yet. They cannot believe how this match started.
This wasn't, I know that. He wasn't ready for this match. Let's see, Abyss grabbing Styles. He's telling the referee to move. He wants to throw him against those steel steps. Styles climbs over, jumps on the guardrail, dives into the crowd, and climbs up on the next level. And now he's jumping over fans with a flying forearm. Very impressive. Look at this. Look at this. That was pretty impressive. AJ just likes to fly off of stuff. Right. Okay, he's punched Abyss a few times. He's backing up. Is he going to launch himself off those steps? Yes, he is, and he flew into the crowd. <laughs> Abyss moved out of the way. He literally just fell into the The crowd. way that you were just like, and he flew into the crowd. Dude, it looked so funny the way that camera was. They're locked up like this. They can't do it. We're under 18 minutes, and the bell is not rung. I don't think. But we're fighting up the steps in the impact zone here in Orlando, Florida right now. AJ Styles. Get him, AJ. He's doing like low key kicks to his, uh, to Abyss's chest. Mm hmm. Oh, he grabbed it. He grabbed Styles. Holy shit, he threw him. There's another like cage up in the back there. Uh, probably like a barricade thing. And he just fucking threw Styles up against it. Hey, you know, speaking of low key, do you think when like that whole let's go Brandon thing was a uh, popular thing, do you think people thought? Or, you know, do you think Loki thought that was mm. Because his name is probably, Yeah, they probably did, actually. He was probably like, oh, wow, the fans really do love me. Why are you guys chanting for me? Like, my name is Brandon. I am a very successful professional wrestler. I am signed to MLW, and I make $35 a match. <laughs> We're rolling back down the steps now. I think. Assuming we're heading. They take four episodes. I wrestle four times and I make $40. Not per <laughs> match, but per taping. So it's $10 a match. And my matches tend to be 55 minutes long. <laughs> okay, we're back ringside. <laughs> that girl well, just t wanted to touch a bit, <laughs> so she touched his sweaty arm. And then it was like, ew, he's really wet and wiped it on her shirt. Yeah, of course. Why Why would why you not? It's baby oil and sweat. That's a great combination. Low-key, by the way, big fan of the show. Um, friend of the show, Low-key, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Low-key Senshi Caval is his full name. Still not in the fucking cage. 
<sighs> this is going to be like the video I sent you. They're going to finish the match outside. I wouldn't be surprised. Look at the bruises on Styles. He is already bruising. I mean, I understand starting outside of the cage because, like, you don't want to be super repetitive. <clears throat> yeah, but the last match to... literally just did. Yeah. Referee's gone. Don't know where he is. It's probably, oh, he's not even in the ring. Where did he go? That's what I mean. He's gone. Styles opening the cage door. Looks like he's going to try to Irish whip Abyss into it, potentially. Nope, he's backing up. He's backing up. Oh, because the cage door wasn't staying open. Andrew Thomas says, I want it in there. Oh, Abyss slams the door on Styles. Oh. Oh. That one hit his face. <laughs> that was the arm, and then he just smacked him right in the face. With the cage. Look at this. Ready? God. That was bad. Is he getting his blade out there, you think? Is he busted open? Yeah, he's definitely bleeding. He's gotta be. Is he gonna do it again? Yeah, hit him in that again. Yeah, he's blading now. Come on. Now. Okay. He's, he's hiding underneath the ring. Right? Oh my god. See, and then he goes to his wrist where he probably had the blade. And... Yep, there he is. He's cracked open. The barbarism. The barbarism. Yeah, you, you <laughs> like that? The barbarism. Just focusing on the cut because he is attracted to blood. Oh, it's coming out pretty, pretty, pretty good. I can't wait for next year's lockdown when all the blood from this show will be highlighted. Lost. Right. Uh, locked dog. We had someone die. We, we didn't leg die was broken that led to acute pneumonia. Thumbtacks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Was there a bell? I don't think there's a bell. This is an unofficial match. Yeah. Unsanctioned. Andrew Thomas never lights got out. And the crowd is chanting, we want thumbtacks. And don't worry, Abyss has the bag in the ring, so we will certainly get them. You don't want thumbtacks. Don't be silly. Abyss clobbering styles. Abyss has the chain wrapped around Styles' neck, and he's pulling him toward him, but Styles is trying to resist. Oh, he's able to loosen it. He got it off of his neck. That's good. 
Holy shit, what a big boot. AJ is wicked busted. Abyss is wrapping his chain around the turnbuckle now. Wrapping around the top turnbuckle. On the brink of defeat. Blah. Pop up. Oh, Styles head oh. hit hit the chain on the turnbuckle. That's creative use of a chain. I like how Andrew Thomas checks on him by just like raising his arm. And then like waving his hand in front of him. Hey, AJ, you like? We have 10 minutes and 35 seconds left of the show. As Abyss press slam Styles, boom, right into the side of the cage. This is absolutely brutal. Can you believe how brutal this is? Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. He bleeds just like the rest of us. Okay, Biss about to press slam him. Or no, he just fucking lawn darts him into another side. Kicks out a two. It squirmed right out. This is screaming at Styles as he's uh, like twisting his head. Styles cannot escape the grisp. I thought that was grasp. AJ's yelling. Maybe it was AJ yelling. I thought it was Abyss being like, bah. I think it was AJ trying to get out of it. Oh, that's even more sad. I feel really bad for him now. Pop up, slam down. Good night. Nothing, something else in mind with a steel chain here. Let's see what he's going to do. Tunnel vision. He's just focused on pain, issuing out pain and destruction. Irish whip comes back. Press slam. No, Styles counter DDT oh, oh, Abyss onto the chain. Oh. What a counter. Is he about to turn this match around? Could he go on to fight Jeff Jarrett at uh, Hard Justice? Forgot the next show. Hard Justice.
He's losing strength. Head scissors again. Styles running at him. This moves out of the way, but Styles stopped himself in time. Going for that moonsault, reverse DDT it looked like, but he kind of landed on top of Abyss and just fell off. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Abyss went further, uh, far enough in. No. I'll let AJ clear him. AJ into the corner. He lifts up. Abyss runs into the chair that he placed there earlier on. When is, it, when is Abyss going to learn? I know. He's he always hits that chair when he does that. German suplex. Nice. Oh. One, two, no. Andrew Thomas should probably be wearing gloves. Just thought about that. When do they start doing it, that, you think? 2010. Is that when they start doing that? I don't know, dude. They don't start wearing gloves in wrestling for blood and for, like, years and years. I know, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't even know if in 2010 they do. <laughs> like, they I just... I don't think they do. In 20, I haven't seen it yet. Kick out of two. Not able to put the monster away here, but AJ run clothesline in the corner to Abyss. Oh, shit. Caught him in the black hole slam. Boom. Down. That should do it. Should. It Going will. for the cover. Here we go. One. Two. Holy shit. He barely kicked out. Just barely. Just barely. How does he do it? Abyss doesn't know what to do now. He's he's not sure. Okay, you grab the thumbtacks. This girl's like, no, I can't. I can't watch the thumbtacks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I think there's. It's probably about ten thousand. I think I, I I think it's like ten thousand about ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's about ten thousand right there. Could you imagine if there was a guy that had to count every single one? Oh my god, black hole slam, styles counters. He's not gonna do it. I think he's gonna do it. Off the ropes, comes back, trying to knock Abyss down. Didn't work. Off the rope. Oh no. Abyss kicked him in the gut. He's got him in power palm position. He's not going to hit the tax, is he? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's trying to get out. Oh, he popped out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Styles Clash. That's not the Styles Clash. It's like a pedigree. It can't, no, that was like a Styles Clash. It's on the front of his body. It doesn't matter. Look at his chest. I've never seen someone fall into the tax in the front of their body like that. Why are they doing like a mosh bit? Relax. Kick out at two. So now he's got a... out. 
That's like that. The fans love it. They love a guy in pain. It's fucked up. It's going up to the top. Uh, holy shit. He just chucked oh. Andrew Thomas into the cage and to knock Styles off the top. He's now hanging from the outside of the cage. I feel like Andrew Thomas didn't say, hey, this. just throw me as hard as you can into the fucking ropes and cage. Dude, he and fucking whipped him. He fucking sure did. Man. No, this is a chain in his hand. He's trying to knock Styles out by just hitting it from the inside. We have two minutes and 43 seconds left, by the way. This is climbing up. Styles is trying to climb back up again, but. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. He's wrapping the chain around Styles' head, or he's trying to. If AJ falls, he's going to hang himself. Oh my god, he's off his feet. Okay, he's literally hanging him. Hanging him. Yo, this is brutal. Abyss threw the chain down now. Silas is barely hanging on. Couple punches. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What's going to happen here? Oh, he's got the hand around the throat of AJ Styles. Raking the eye. Oh, he's biting his fingers. Ugh. Sunset flip powerbomb. Oh, did he hit the tax? Um, no. Well, Tanae says he did. I don't know how much he hit, but he definitely hit maybe he, a little. I mean, he probably landed on a residue of them. That's a three. Styles wins. Wow. Uh, yeah, all right. So AJ Styles is the new number one contender. He's going to be fighting Jeff Jarrett at Hard Justice. Was that Pat right in the front there? <laughs> I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention to that. That son of a bitch. It probably was. They look kind of like him. Wow. And with that, uh, we are wrapping up lockdown here. Styles, number one contender. We have no new champions, but we saw quite a bit of uh, brutalism, as Mike Tanay would say, yeah. here tonight at lockdown, 2005. May 15th, that's Hard Justice. And here we go. We'll go off the air. What'd you think, Bob? Um, I would give it a mild thumbs up. I liked it. Thumbs up. 
Of course he did. That held up for me. The main event was was really good. Main event was really good. Lethal Lockdown was. It was what it was. I mean, can we be? Can we just be real, real quick? Um, I mean, I, are, are there really any good matches like that? Like, are are the War Games matches that exciting? Can we just be real with each other? No, I probably enjoyed that Elimination Cage match better than you did. With Shane and uh, yeah, maybe I was just being maybe I was just being a party pooper because like I was just like, well, well, they're like, what's the point? And I was confused half the time about the rules, so maybe I was just being yeah. a party pooper. Um, I don't think it was bad. I was just like stinking on it a little bit. Um, tables match was good. Yeah, tables match was better than I thought it was going to be. From I haven't I haven't watched this in so many years, so um, I was a little nervous after and I was I, telling I telling you how excited I was. I didn't like the strap stipulation, but the tag title match was fine, too. Yeah, I agree. Did not need that stipulation. But you know what? I don't hate it as much since it was like they didn't advertise it as a strap match originally. It was like an added thing on the show. So I can't even be too mad about it, really. Yeah, I think this sets up uh, sets us up pretty good to head in Hard Justice. Now, off the top of my head, Bob, I don't remember a goddamn thing about Hard Justice, so I'm pretty <laughs> excited about... Well, it's um, not hard you... justice. It's hard justice. I said hard justice. You said hardcore justice. No, I said hard justice. I know yeah, which. I know what time period we're at. Yeah, you probably did. Um, so I don't remember a damn thing about that show. So it's gonna be kind of fun, uh, heading into that. I think. Um, and we have a lot of stuff kind of switching around here. I mean, it was very clear to me that Lance Hoyt is potentially turning babyface. So I'm curious where that goes, especially without Kid Cash around. What, where does that lead him? Yeah. Um, the BG James thing is like kind of weird to me. I really think we should have turned him heel there, but you know. Oh, and we do know that it's gonna be. Um, I'm assuming, unless it's gonna be on Impact, that it's going to be Shocker and Christopher Daniels. He's the new number one contender. Um. Yeah, I would imagine that's going to be a pay-per-view thing. Yeah. Uh, now, a weird turn of events here is we do have three episodes of Impact before Hard Justice. So there's not four. Uh, pretty interesting. And after that, we have, like, that's when it starts to get really weird for us. So we'll have uh, just two more episodes, and then we have a weird little break that we will be doing some bonus episodes probably. Um, before our our big June show, right? So it's going to be quite interesting coming up in the next uh, few weeks here. So I'm excited to get to it though, for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, just what the company's going through in a potentially cloudy situation. So that should be fun. Um, all right. Well, that should wrap up lockdown. 2005 we'll see you guys again in just a few short days when we return for some more impact on april 29th so until then for dallas gridley i'm bob Conning jr and this has been the tna across the line podcast